to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Now you're in control with a lump of coal working up ahead of steam. It takes heart and soul to reach your goal when there's trouble brewing in between. And whether or not the weather's clear, you've got to get that cargo through. Can you still maintain in the pouring rain? Everyone is depending on you. So race Casey, jogging on down the line. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And this is magic. It's always magic. Magic! We, to- we also talk about ABC's <laughs> hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing tonight, Anne-Marie? Emotional. How are you doing? I am doing very emotional. <laughs> um, All of the feels. You know who else is doing Remember very emotional? Remember how we had a feels episode? Uh-uh. This is the feels episode. This is episode. the feels episode. You know who else is feeling very emotional? Our crazy chat room. Yes, everyone over in the chat room at live.universebox.com. If you're watching this live, get over there. Get we over there. See you. We have 14 people over there right now. Let's see. I'm going to call them all out. Adam and Tracy, Alita, Amanda Swan, Amy P, Angel T, uh, Donna War, uh, Guest 8907, <laughs> Kelsey, Lady J, Michael Lucero, This is Hope, and I think I saw Eric Hansen floating around. I in think there a he became ago. a guest. He became a guest? He changed his mind. Be our guest. Be, Be our, our guest. guest. Put our magic to the test. Okay, so the reason we're so emotional tonight, and we announced this last week, uh, <sighs> this is the last uh, regular. regular episode of Greetings from Storybrooke. We will be doing one final listener roundtable uh, ha- round hangout, hangout thing. Uh, next week, Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. EST, live.universebox.com. But this is the last episode. Regular about an episode thing. So we're going to discuss the finale, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go through ton- – you guys sent <laughs> – there- there's so much feedback. It's yeah. insane. We have a 14-page doc. We have half an hour of voicemails. It's going to be a long one tonight, so so dig in. I, I just wanted to say before we start, and I tweeted this out earlier, I've been using this notebook. Uh, you guys probably, if you saw the RegalCon panel, I mm-hmm. uh, had this notebook on stage with me uh, for since the beginning of season four. And I was doing the finale <laughs> stuff tonight or today, and you know I wrote that page, and then the last page is a blank page, and Aww. then the notebook's done. So you know There's one, one untold, untold story. story left in here. So maybe I don't know if they do like a a short or something. <laughs> I'll jot some no. notes down. No, no, you have to have problem. that one sentimental untold story. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on. We're, we're getting a call from Jerry. Jerry. Joseph, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Joseph or something. Is Hold he on. in Canada? I don't, Is this I don't part know. of the bootleg problem? I, I don't know, uh, but let's see who what it is. Go ahead. Take it away, Jerry. Greetings, Storybrook. Jerry Joseph, a.k.a. Gus, a.k.a. Billy, a.k.a. the Rhinestone Cowboy. <laughs> Reporting live to you from north of the border. Caught wind that you guys were closing down the shop, and I just had to reach out and wave a verbal goodbye, if you will. Pour one out for the little guy, Gus. Gus, one more time. Goose, goose, if you nasty. Bill. Amory, thanks for the support. Uh, love begets love. I love you guys. Uh, cheers. Go Raptors. Peace. Peace. 
Thank you very much, Jared Joseph. Thank Once you, upon Jared. a time, Jared Joseph, who played Billy the Mechanic slash Gus Gus in the first couple seasons, he's always been a friend of the show. And uh, thank you so much for uh, calling in to pour one out for Gus Gus. Yep. Go here, check here, him out on the 100. The he's awesome. And, uh, you know, speaking of people who haven't been on the show for a while, Wynn, uh, who was, uh, she came to us from a, uh, she came to us from supporting me for Dragon Con for Bleeding Cool way back in the day way and everything. Way back in the day. And then she came over to the show and she was one of our biggest supporters early on. She's still a big fan over at Legends of Gotham and everything. Great friend of ours. Uh, but she sent in a rhyme that I, I think you guys are going to like. I haven't listened at all. Uh, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and play this right off the top so take it away win thank you for calling in hi bill and Anne marie this is when hey. i used to call in to greetings from storybrook when mm-hmm. i was still watching but i gave up at the end of season three <laughs> but now i hear you're shutting down your show so i thought i would write you a quick rhyming poem to tell you what i picked up through the grapevine about seasons four and five <laughs> so here it goes so greetings from storybrook here's what i know from a blissful two seasons of ignoring this show. After ruining Oz, there came season four with Ice Ice Baby. Then five opened a door <laughs> down to the underworld to play hide and seek with a random bit character killed off every week. These seasons <laughs> failed despite their new faces by retconning, ignoring, or erasing the traces of storybook people that intrigued and delighted in favor of crap some producer green-lighted. <laughs> there wasn't much use for dwarves one through seven, but at least Bakel Stiltskin made it to heaven. Now, villain or hero, we no longer care, for greetings from Storybrook has gone off the air. So, guys, good luck with all your future projects, and I will see you at Legends from Gotham. It's Legends of Gotham, but thank you. <laughs> that was, no, that I'm was, already going to need the tissue. Yeah, I'm already feeling a little emotional. I'm feeling... Oh, here, Jeannie. Just, oh, thank just you. hold on thank to you. one. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just put them down my shirt uh, and become evil. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's if you had the cleavage. Yeah. Well, you know, the shirt will come down as, as uh, we go throughout the episode. It just keeps going. It'll be good. <laughs> I know, but thank you so much, Wynn and Jared Joseph and yes, everyone else so who we're going to hear from a little bit later. And uh, we're going to hear from them and hear from them yeah. and hear from them. I'm telling you, you need a snack, a drink, and some tissues. Mm-hmm. Although Amanda Swan in the chat room said Jared Joseph should said should have said uh, that the podcast ending is tearing him in half, <laughs> much as has happened to his character. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, good job, Amanda. Good Swan. job, good job, Amanda. Okay, well, I guess you know we're about. <laughs> We're about 10 minutes in now or something. So I guess so we should start the show. We should probably go ahead and start the show and start talking about the two-part season finale. So this Amory, part will go quick. Amory, why don't you hit us up with the uh, rhyming episode summary? The last rhyming episode summary. Robin is dead and Regina's depressed. Hook has turned and she <clears> – wait. Hook has returned and she thinks he's a pest. Rumple has taken Storybrooke's magic to keep Belle's fate from being so tragic. Henry wants to change up the show. His dad had a plan that only he knows. He's off to New York while the Charming's realm jump. They encounter a weakling who becomes quite a grump. Regina's concerned she'll become evil and use her magic to go straight medieval. Henry kills magic and strands his grandparents. His commitment to cause is so thin it's transparent. He bothers New Yorkers but makes them believe. The characters in Hyde's world all start to leave. Our heroes find enemies in the midst of their glory. Only you! will believe an untold story only you an untold story Story. so Anne-Marie what'd you think overall no regrets no regrets (laughs) (laughs) I regret nothing so many Mm -hmm. why moments yeah 
Yeah. It, it's just a little bit. So many. I, 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 we had this discussion several times before the episode. We were like, what if it's really good? What if it's like <laughs> the best episode they've ever done? And we've already canceled the darn podcast. There uh, are very few ways they could have convinced me to stay. Mm-hmm. One, bring back Neil. <laughs> refer to RegoCon video. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, about it. That's about, no, bring in like the news vans that you theorized in like season, mm-hmm. like, I thought Ooh. they were going there with the statue scene. It was so close. It was so well. close. But then awful, <laughs> awful reveal there. Yeah, getting some very <laughs> negative stuff in the chat room. Donna War says, why? why? And Amanda Swan sa- says, terrible episode. So, so bad. bad. Uh, yeah, but I wasn't. Uh, there were elements I liked. Yes. Um, I really liked the Jekyll and Hyde story overall. Yeah, uh, that was that I, was, I that was pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, but I had I had a few problems myself. And I, I guess I'll go ahead and, and start off uh, talking this. about them uh, with Regina's tragic kingdom. Uh, now, Regina seems convinced that being good can only end in tragedy. Uh, she says as much throughout the episodes. Uh, and, you know, we're going to be splitting this up, uh, the first episode and the second episode. Yeah, we're going to talk about them kind of exclusive to yeah. each other. But, it, you know, sure, she's depressed about Robin, but it seems like a really bad lesson to leave with. Being good means your life is going to suck, you know, is basically yeah. what they're saying. And, you know, she says, if I'm not evil, I'll just feel guilty. Uh, the problem here isn't uh, good versus evil. I, I really see Regina's dilemma here as selfish versus selfless. Yeah. Uh, you know, sure, she's experienced some loss on the side of the angels, but look at how many people she's saved. She went from being a self, not just an evil person, but a selfish person to a selfless person. And yeah, you're going to have some losses in there and they're probably going to be pretty big. But the overall good you do and the overall good that comes back to you is going to be bigger than anything you would get, you know, by crushing Hook's throat in or something like that. But I'd have paid money to see that. Probably. Probably. Uh, But, you know, I I did think it was interesting how much Regina reminded me of Emma from last week in this episode. Uh, She was petulant, only thinking about herself, not listening to her friends when they only want what's best for her, going off on her own, uh, trying Mm -hmm. to solve all the problems without any help. Again, being selfish in a way. Yeah. Uh, you know, instead of, you know, learning from all these lessons that she's learned throughout all the seasons. Oh, everything, yeah. Uh, you know, Regina seems to have forgotten everything she's learned the past few seasons, in fact. Uh, of she, course, they she, all have. <laughs> she's the only one who can solve this, and her friends don't quite matter anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a lot of uh, dialing back of the character for her, and I'll talk more about that later. But uh, at least, you know, she wasn't that upset about Hook. Uh, you know, which I thought would have been pretty lame because when we saw the preview clips where she, he comes into Granny's and everything, I was like, are they really going to do this where she spends the whole episode fighting Emma because her boyfriend came back and her boyfriend's back, back and you're going to be, be in trouble. trouble. Hey, now. Hey, now. Emma's dead. Huh? Um, but See, uh, now that yeah. would be a twist I might stick around for, actually. <laughs> But yeah, it, it, knock I, off the savior. And I also thought it was interesting that at a, a certain point, uh, Regina said, I am what I am. So Popeye's confirmed for season six. <laughs> I am what I am. And that's all that I am. I'm evil uh. queen. Uh, but yeah, Regina, and I'll have more to talk, uh, say about her later, but kind of weird this episode. Uh, anything coming over in the chat room here? Uh, there are some people that enjoyed it. There are some people that think only the last 15 minutes really mattered. I'm kind of excited for the whole steampunk lost character islandness uh, with curse amnesia and the holes in their memories. All those lessons just happen to slip through. Yeah, and Bobby says this episode actually made him anticipate 
next season. I, and I can see that. Yeah, to a certain degree, and I have some points about that later. Okay, yeah, coming yeah, soon. but uh, to a certain degree, yes. Uh, and I mean, we are still going to be watching. We're just not going to be yeah, doing the Yeah, we'll watch. We'll probably live tweet mm-hmm. when possible. But I think the reason you're looking forward to it, and even we are, it's not going to be Disney. <laughs> We're not bringing in Merida or, I don't know, Tiana or something. So that could be. I don't know. It might be. What if they, they bring in like the Hunchback of Notre Dame, Dom? Uh, I'm sure they've done like a Gulliver's Travel. Uh, oh, I'm sure that's in there. Okay. But, okay. Well, let's let's go to my next, my point. Yeah. Does every realm have their own storybook slash version of m- magic? Because I'm a little confused about all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if that's the case, the Enchanted Forest, Wonderland, and Storybrooke shouldn't all be able to appear in the same book because they are three different realms. Mm-hmm. Correct? Well, I mean, there were there were stories about people in different realms in the original Once Upon a Time book. Are you, weren't there? Because well, no, Whale's story is, was in the original Once Upon a Time book, wasn't it? That is yeah. literally one of my next points okay. was, but wasn't the, fra- it's Frankenstein, right? The Frankenstein mm-hmm. story was appear in, appeared in this book too, which means it has to be a part of that entity. Mm-hmm. But then how are there all these other books with other stories that nobody knows about? Why aren't they all looped into this same thing? Why did nobody know there were other books that were identical? Mm-hmm. So... Um, Sorcerer and Apprentice, y'all got some explaining to do. Um, yeah, I mean, we knew that Isaac, the author, last season was going around and writing a bunch of stories that weren't necessarily in that original storybook, but it was a, definitely a big revelation that there were a lot of other storybooks. Right, it, storybooks. Storybooks. And, you know, it makes um, the Sorcerer's Mansion and all those empty storybooks much more intriguing. Uh, I hope in the chat room points out, Whale was not in Henry's book. Okay. Okay. So I, I, whoa, misremembered. I, I actually had it in here for Hope to correct me, or okay. I did up here. <laughs> um, let's see. So that confused me though, because it seems like with the, the magic should be specific to that book. Like there's different versions of magic mm-hmm. to go with things. So all of this one magic is in this crystal and shouldn't be able to use it over here. And then we have the dragon. So obviously there's a Japanese book of, tr- of, stuff somewhere mm-hmm. i don't know it was confusing me um so the land of untold stories aka steampunk land is another book does that mean it operates on a different type of magic if so how was jekyll able to fix zelina's or the wand it's not really zelina's wand but it's becomes Zelina's wand. well it seemed much more of a practical way he went but about it still had to be it. a potion yeah she yeah. specifically said she didn't have the potions to do it it, it almost felt like kind of like a science-based magic well, you this know. is what I'm saying. Her magic yeah. is not science based. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Uh, bonus, slightly unrelated, but I had nowhere else to put it. Who all went through the stinking door that was created by said wand of magic? Uh, you know, it looked like it was just mm-hmm. Camelot, Merida, and the Merry Men, but shouldn't everyone have wanted to go if they thought that Storybrooke was disappearing? Well, I think that was the implication w- was that everyone minus Granny, the baby, and our heroes, and although they went eventually, uh, went through the door. That everyone was vacating Storybrooke because it might but, be destroyed. Okay, but still it was only – they only showed Camelot, Merida, and the Merry Men. Mm-hmm. That's the only people we saw leave. We saw no dwarves. The, the dwarves indicate everyone else <laughs> in 
Storybrooke. So that confused me. But now, you know, shouldn't there be nobody left except Granny and Baby Robin? And where is Baby Neil? And where are the fairies? Yeah, I, I will, have problems, people! I will say everyone in the chat room is saying everyone. I, and as always, our chat room's correcting our, our misremembering things. That's what and, they, okay, yeah. they said that everyone went through the door, but there were still people walking around town. Mm-hmm. When they got back, the only people that should have been there was Granny and Baby Robin. And there they, were people People just walking around town. Well, maybe those were people that Hyde brought with them, with him. Because, were... because you know, he he has that in, this is from the second oh, episode. Oh, I've got parts on that too. But, uh, you know, he, he he's like, uh, and I brought all my friends and he has no friends. There was, thank you. <laughs> I have like a whole point of extras. Yes. <laughs> like that was the part that was confusing me. I see that everyone's mm-hmm. yelling at me. Okay. Okay. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to mention um, mm-hmm. That, you know, when Henry's looking through that book in the library, um, there are a lot of characters there. And I went through and I paused it and went through very slowly. And I, I pulled all of them out that, that came up just for kind of a reference. And some of these are kind of exciting. Uh, first of all, there was Gulliver, uh, Gulliver's Travels, where he goes to Lilliput and the land of the giants and everything. And it's a, I think Jonathan Swift, uh, wrote it. A uh, v- very good book. Um, then, uh, Captain Nemo from, I believe, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And then Water Babies, uh, which is from an obscure satirical book about the reaction to the origin of species, mm-hmm. uh, by Charles Darwin. And I, I kind of feel like that might have not been an actual world they're going to be exploring. It m- might have been more they pulled some public domain text from Project Gutenberg, which is where I found the book. Uh, and, you know, cross-referenced it and everything. But it's called The Water Babies. Um, and then Don Quixote and uh, Paul Bunyan. Uh, Don Quixote, I, I would be very interested in seeing. Mm-hmm. But uh, do any of these stand out to you as something that would be fun? Gulliver's Travels and Paul Bunyan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea what this Water Babies thing is, but I'm slightly entertained by that also. Yeah. There is still more confusion in the chat room. Um, Adam and Tracy said when they came back, there was one sentence where they said, everyone came back. How did everyone come back? What uh-huh. magical portal did we pull out of our murder this time? Like, yeah, because Zelina wasn't there. Johanna with the did it. Wand. Johanna did it. Johanna okay, did we, it we all. solved it. We solved Blue it. Blue fairy is shady. <laughs> and Johanna did it. That's that's all we need to know. Done. That's all we need to know. <laughs> Blue fairy and Johanna were in cahoots the whole time. They were both equally shady. And baby Neil opened the portal. Definitely. This is where the show is going, people. Baby Neil's opening. <laughs> Granny baked a portal into her lasagna. Okay. <laughs> we aren't drinking yet. No, not yet. Not drinking but yet. soon. Some magic juice will be consumed. No hot cocoa, though. No hot uh, okay, cocoa. Okay, Amory, you wanted to talk a little bit about Henry and Violet. Henry and Violet. Right? Okay, so I, I applaud Henry for finally taking a stand for what he believes in in this episode. Magic is making people sad. Fine, I'll destroy it. Why do you always have to wait until the finale to actually do something? <laughs> but whatever. Um, I thought it was a good idea. I thought it was a good idea. Not executed well. Maybe yeah. consult people who understand how magic works mm-hmm. other than you, 14-year-old boy. Um, yeah, I thought uh, – actually, I thought Henry had a much better grasp on what was – what with really that. the problem in their lives is versus Regina where she was like, I want to be evil, but I need to be good, but I, I lose things when I'm good, but I'm evil. Ah! Where Henry's like, no, it's because everyone can can like pull out people's hearts and cast yeah. curses and stuff. That's the real problem here. That is the problem. 
Um, let's see what I'm saying. I do wish that he would have considered the ramifications of his actions, but that could just be the mom and me. Um, <laughs> Henry never mentioned Violet while they were in the underworld. Not once mm-hmm. in the entire too many episodes that they were in the underworld. If he was so concerned about getting back to his first love, because remember all the shenanigans in Camelot, there were tears strong enough. I'd potions. almost forgotten about her. Thank you. Until all sorts of leaked set pictures. And I'm like, oh, so they're bringing that back. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you think at the very least he would have said something to Snow when she was coming back four or five episodes earlier mm-hmm. to go, hey, check on Violet. Make sure she's okay for me, Grandma. Like, do something. Let her know she's being thought of mm-hmm. if it was that big a deal. Yeah. Um, I did like – it's not all haterade. It's close, but it's not all there. <laughs> I do like that we got to see them be normal teenagers, as normal as these two are going to be. They're going on adventure. They're listening to their song. They're eating pizza and holding hands while walking around town. It's actually quite sweet. Mm-hmm. It's actually quite sweet. Definitely. They very, very, very teenagery. Very. I don't want to hear them go, oh, he's just being a dark emo teenager. <laughs> so there's that. But. And Hope says she would have rather had Grace Hatter over Violet as his main squeeze. That's we, just because I, she wants Jefferson back on the show. Yeah, dude's got movies. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. 1-800-PORTAL. 1-800-PORTAL, please. <laughs> I'll take. is that like an Uber? Can I get that on my phone? 1-800-PORTAL. Where do I want to go today? Well, it's a toll line. It's a toll line? So, yeah. Uh, it, joke. Travel. Joke. Because tolls. Uh, <laughs> I know, but I really like that uh, they – and I, I wasn't expecting this to happen, although it made total sense after she said it, that they tied it back to her dad being the Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court, yeah. a reference to a Mark Twain novel, which makes me hopeful that maybe we'll see some Tom Sawyer, some mm-hmm. Huck Finn, or some frog racing or something like that uh, happening next season because I love Mark Twain. Yeah. He's the best. Okay. Anything interesting going on in the chat room? Besides 1-800-PORTAL? Um, lots of missing Grace Hatter and wanting Violet over Grace Hatter and all uh, that. Kelsey says Violet is just a plot foil. Mm-hmm. The writers forgot about her uh, and gave her back when they realized they needed someone for Henry to go destroy magic with. They killed Robin, who could have gone with them. That's very true. Mm-hmm. That is very, very true. Um, How? I have questions. Okay. Continuing. How does – did Grace – no, no, Violet – Violet's dad from Connecticut get to Camelot? Very good question. In the original book, I believe he got, he either fell asleep or he got knocked out and he woke up in Camelot. Oh, good. So it fits right in. Yeah. Yeah. It fits right in with Once Upon a Well, time. it's a very kind of fairy tale kind of thing where, you know, you it's fall very, asleep. It's fairy tales. But, you know, you, f- <laughs> you fall asleep, you wake up in another world, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not really a science-based explanation of it at all. It's more it, – and I think – if I remember correctly, it's been years since I've read it, but okay. it kind of ends on a – kind of like a Wizard of Oz note, like it might have been a dream or it might have been real. Nobody knows. But it, it's a really good book. I definitely recommend people check it out. Uh, you know where you can check it out? That In the back room of the library. I was like, where is this going? Which contains all of Neil's other secrets of New York City. City. Uh, you know, because Neil had a very interesting life in New York City that well, we was never there knew forever. about. Yeah, very true. Literally. But uh, but uh, there are several things that he did uh, there that kind of, kind of all revolved around this secret mission he had that Henry we didn't know about until Henry mentions it this episode. I, you know, it was quite the revelation with no real foreshadowing. Uh, unless uh, I'm wrong, and please someone correct me in the chat room. I, and, you know, that happens several times in this finale, uh, where 
they're like, oh yeah, that was always the way, and you know, and then they're, they, but it never was. They never showed it before. They just said it was that way back in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, why why didn't Henry tell Emma about Neil's uh, secret secret uh, mission to destroy magic? She, I th- I feel like Emma as a character would have been totally okay with it, and probably would have even helped him complete the mission. Mm-hmm. You know, because Emma Emma's been, I mean, she's. She sort of embraced her magic side after Neil died. Yes. But maybe if Henry had come her, to her before she started be getting super savory and everything. Interesting. And white magic-y, uh, you know, maybe she would have helped him. I, I think she would have. I think even in later stages, she probably would have. So it, it felt weird. Uh, good night, Monica. Good night, By the Monica. way, Mo- Monica has to leave. Uh, from the chat room. Uh, but yeah, it definitely felt weird that he, he never mentioned it to Emma. I could see him not telling Regina, mm-hmm. but I, I, not telling Emma seems kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, uh, as we've mentioned before, how did all those books get into a library in New York City? Uh, all, the dragon? All, no, all, all of the storybooks. Yeah, I know. Like, maybe he brought, is what I'm saying. I don't know, but the dragon wasn't originally in New York City. No, he was in Tokyo. Yeah. No, uh, no. Phuket. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I wonder how they all got there. And, uh, something, another item I'll mention in a minute. Although I think the reason they did this mm-hmm. is because I don't know if you remember the promotion for season five that, uh, Jennifer Morrison was doing back in the summer. She mentioned going to a public library in New York City and getting taken to the ancient books room where she got to look through and read ancient books of story or uh, fairy tales and so i feel like uh yeah she was trying to prepare for her role as dark swan and i kind of feel like this moment was inspired by her doing that this past summer interesting And, and, and the last thing they find in the library that's kind of interesting is the anti grail the uh, dark grail. The dark grail. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, but how, how did it, how did it get there? Uh, for one, I, I was wondering maybe was it sent by the gods after the holy grail got corrupted by Nimue? Nimue? Send me a Nimue. Um, but you know, I, I, that's the only explanation I can think of. And <gasps> I was wondering, do you think maybe it could be turned into an anti-dark one dagger that, that would cut nice. away the darkness inside of Rumple once and for all? Because, you know, they've tried and failed a couple times to get rid of this darkness. Maybe you need an anti-grail. Interesting. Or maybe, you know, you could, I don't know, maybe even you could craft a dagger that could control Emma Swan with it. Since it's like the opposite opposite of the Holy Grail. Interesting. Interesting. I I feel like, I feel like we haven't seen the last of the the Black Grail, the Dark Grail, the Anti-Grail. No. Uh, But yeah, Neil had a lot of secrets. Uh, okay, Amory. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to like read the chat room and it's, there's lots of like craziness. They're like, how did they all just go to New York? Isn't mm-hmm. there like a curse on the town line? What's going on now? Well, I believe that that curse was lifted after Emma lost the Dark One power because I believe she's the one who set the curse in motion to begin with. The one that turned Dopey mm-hmm. into a tree. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Uh, good. So good then. Uh, and New York just has everything. Okay. Uh, they have good pizza. Uh, Let's see what I've got. I don't even know what this point is anymore. I don't know the story of Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> Shut up. I know I should know it. Um, but how does the personification of the different personalities start? Oh, yeah. Like, how did he just sort of start being like two dudes? Like an experiment gone wrong? Magic? A potion? Yeah, that's basically it. He he was sort of sort of a not a mad scientist, but he did mad things. Okay. And he created this potion that turned him into a good version of himself and a bad version of himself and in this story all the good stuff yeah in this story it's definitely two separate people but in the original story he was more of just like 
like he grew whiscers and he got yeah, all hunchy. Like hunchy. Yeah, it was much more of a drug than a magical potion in the original story. Mm. And uh, Hyde wasn't nearly as clever as he is in this one. Uh, okay, I didn't think so. Like I always was under the impression that he was just sort of a brute. Yeah, he he was not a, a smart he was brute. a brute. He he was a being that was controlled by his darkest impulses and okay. and yeah, but not nearly as smart as Jekyll. Okay. Uh, so, so that's kind of how the original story went down. Okay. So, what is the potion that the orderly keeps shoving at Jekyll? So, it's just that potion to help bring back. Okay. Yeah, so to bring out he... Hyde again, because I, I believe in the original book he had to drink the potion every time he turned into Hyde, but it became kind of like an addiction and obsession. It was sort one of, of those thing. things. Yeah. Okay. Um, shouldn't he be able to rep- repress it the way that Regina has? That's what we're supposed. To... I don't. Like I said, I don't. I don't know. This made sense when well, I. Sir, well, we got kind of a a little introduction to there Jekyll and Hyde. If you didn't know. You're welcome i also i would if you like jekyll and hyde Mm -hmm. in this episode and you like uh doctor who i definitely recommend uh stephen moffat's jekyll which i believe is still on netflix it's a modern day retelling of it uh of a jekyll and hyde type story so yeah and amanda swan says the orderly was almost blue level shady yes yeah, like, I wonder- how did that person just like, why would you hire him? I'm kind of wondering if that's a character. We'll find out that's a character we know down the line or something. Or we should know. That would be interesting. That could be good. Okay. So now, uh, you know, who, that's what that it character, for the first one. That, char- that character has an untold story. Oh, and, uh, look at you. And so we're going to switch over into the second episode here. Untold story. Save your arbitrary scales for the end. Yep. Please. please. Okay. I, and my first point, believe it or not, has to do with untold, untold stories. stories and the concept of untold stories within this episode and uh, the whole world and everything. Uh, which, by the way, before we get started, the land of untold stories, people are saying it's steampunk. It looks steampunky. It reminded me a lot more of... Of the opening credits to Monty Python's Flying Circus. Okay, I could see that. It did. I, it had steampunk, ele- steampunk elements for sure. Uh, but I don't understand how these stories are untold. Uh, we, we've got versions of all of them in our world, and they're recorded in the storybook. Book, book. The storybook. Storybook. The storybooks. Give me your cup. Uh, so it's it's weird that uh, hold on, let me take a drink. My time, right? This is when I was supposed to do this. Yeah, get the magic juice ready. Um, but uh, you know, it's weird that uh, they're referred to a- as uh, untold stories. Oh, hope in the chat room says by the way, the, uh, the orderly was pulled from the Jekyll and Hyde book. Okay. okay. Good to know. Good to know. Y'all know more than we But do. I had a theory about this, why these are called untold stories, okay. uh, even though they've all been told before. My theory is that the land of untold stories was stuck, much like Storybrooke was stuck under the curse. So the stories we know weren't supposed to end where they did. Oh. But because the characters got transferred to Monty Python world, they never wrapped up like they were supposed to. This might be strong. That's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, now that Hyde has brought all of these characters to Storybrooke, uh, they, they're they unstuck now. And the stories can finally play out as intended. And that's what we're going to see in season six, I'd imagine. There's going to be the flashbacks. Oh, hi, Hoops in the chat room, by the way. Woo! Uh, there, there'll be the flashbacks to all these characters' original stories, and then there will be sort of like the continuation of those stories and a new ending that the writers will come up with. Uh, so I'm sure it'll be great. The twist. Uh, yeah, the, the twist. Uh, I have a twist. 
So, so it will be very interesting. But that's kind of my theory on why they're called untold stories, even though it seems like they've been told already. You they know? ran away from the telling. Sorry, this is really different. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Uh, but well, uh, was, oh, mine is the questions about all the things. All right. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, Read from the chat room for a minute while I make your beverage. Okay, let's see here. Amanda Swan says, uh, uh, "Pretty sure the actor who played Will Scarlet burned his bridges uh, pretty well by ranting in that article." And Hope says, Adam and Eddie said they might answer the Anastasia and Will thing in an interview. And I was like, writers, don't mess with my heart. Yeah, I feel like this is a really good that opportunity for them to bring back some elements from Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. If nothing else, it would be nice to see, because I don't think we've seen a, the pure Aladdin story. I think Jafar's no, story had hints of it, but I don't feel like we've seen the pure Aladdin story. So it, it would be very nice if I, if they brought back some of those elements. Maybe go back to Agrabah, or if nothing else. I would else. love to see that. Definitely. I would love to see that. Okay, now I can do my point. Sorry. Okay, they, there we go. Okay, questions about things. How does Vi- Violet know that her dad didn't go through the door? She rode back to Storybrooke mm-hmm. with Emma, Regina, and Henry, and none of them were even involved in the door, the entire door evacuation emergency. I don't feel like in the short time that they were all back together in Neil's apartment, we'll get to that, that they'd have had a rundown about who went and who didn't go. I feel like she assumed he didn't because... A, he was from that world, so he didn't okay. have anything to fear by Storybrooke disappearing. And okay. B, his daughter was missing, so he didn't want to leave his daughter behind That's in another true. realm. That's fair. Okay, so. that's fair. Um, B, how was Neil's apartment not overrun with rats or squatters? We come back to this yeah. apartment once a year, maybe, mm-hmm. for an episode or two. Like, do they just have the set hanging out and they're like, hey, let's set him to New York. <laughs> Wheel in the set. I, I feel I like it. Uh, it, it was established somewhere or I read somewhere that it's been established that Rumple is paying the rent on the place. Why? Just go clean it out, dude. Yeah. That's the thing is like he mm-hmm. just wants his stuff. Like, <clears throat> so. Henry and Emma are both going there to do research on the internet. That means they've got Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. There's electricity. Is he paying all of these bills or is he just choking somebody like he did the guy because he didn't want to pay a toll? <laughs> There's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did Regina and Emma know about hashtag operate? Because I added the hashtag operation mixtape. Mm-hmm. That was just between Henry and Violet. And I don't think that's something that they would have shared with them. Well, they did have a long ride back from New York City. I don't care. I feel like that. That was. That hey, was- moms. I came up with a really good operation name you remember cobra you remember mongoose mixtape you remember um firebird or yeah even though i'm too young to know what a mixtape is yeah exactly <laughs> oh no wait a second he, he he grew up in the 80s over and over and over again so he probably knows, he what, knows a what a mixtape is. is um what happened to the wand and who had it last i believe zelina got it. did she get no. it back no no so probably either rumple has it or hyde has it i'm gonna assume rumple has it yeah just because and how did the evil queen dust know to make its way to the dragon and kill him? Very good. Well, I believe... Well, control his heart. She, she ripped his heart out, okay? The evil queen entity was in Regina when she was hanging out with the dragon. So maybe she was like, oh, I'll go there and I'll start there because he has magic. So ah! I can start there. Operation Spotify playlist. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Operation love it. Full, full album on YouTube. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Okay, your turn. Operation Snapchat. No, no, oh, back away no from the operation name. Back away from the Snapchatting. Okay, okay, so okay, so you bring up the Evil Queen and the dust, and what's up with all the finales ending with particle effects? Uh, by the way, because that's when they have the budget to do it. I guess so, but I th- I feel like 
the ending of this episode is a case of let them have cake and eat it too. Uh, you know, Regina's split brings to mind one of my major problems with this season as a whole. I feel like a lot of the choices the writers have been making this season, it feels like they were getting bored with the world or slash worlds they created. created and they're, they want to turn back the clock on the characters, uh, you know, like Snow, like Regina, to when they were more interesting back in the first few seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, we got that with Snow when they were in the Underworld. I'm going to be Snow White now. Yeah. You know, not Mary Margaret. I'm going to be Snow White back when she was in interesting uh you know i i feel like instead of turning back the clock here you need to find new ways to make these characters interesting you know turning back the the clock just makes me feel like i was wasting my time caring about their journey since any progress is walked back i i I feel like i got confused for a second i read something wrong hoop said because it's evil queen Anne marie and i was like evil queen Anne marie Marie." and then i was like no it's evil queen comma Anne marie okay the the comma's not there but it's it's you know in there yeah but i feel like it's very regressive because they realize they they really came to a natural stopping point once or twice already and they they can't come up with a new way to make these characters interesting so they're just going to give you the same characters you loved in season one two and three back and Mm -hmm. kind of walk back all that progression you know oh ho some might say all you know they found a way to turn up uh the cleavage or turn, turn up, up the, the cleavage turn up the cleavage slash evil on regina again while still having a pure regina with all pure the regina. character development i don't think they have uh-uh. one isn't killing one person enough to put a dark spot on yep. good regina's heart yep even if that person is evil her yep b making evil queen a separate entity still makes regina's journey meaningless as if she wasn't to blame for everything that she did uh the thing that separates her from rumple as a character was that she made these choices uh without any outside influence i mean bad things happened to her but they were choices she made and she owned and she has to live with them she should always carry that weight it's what makes her such a compelling character making the evil queen a separate entity that could send her this way and hither and yon I, on the morality hither, path. Hither and yon. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, that just completely undercuts everything that made Regina interesting. Yes, she might be redeemed now, but the the character yeah. might be morally redeemed, but I feel like the character's arc has been completely sullied by this choice. I mean, yeah. it, it's probably going to make for decent television, and evil regals are going to have a lot to love next season for sure. Not necessarily. I've actually um, skimmed the internet, and they're like, y'all made a big mistake with Regina. Yeah. If, if like, the- I think they want both parts of it. You, mm-hmm. It should be one person. Stop with the doubles. Yeah, uh, Hope in the chat room says, uh, preach it, Bill. And who yeah. said, that is correct, Bill. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we, we've been trying, oh, we've been trying to, uh, be pretty nice. Uh, oh, and Eric has to go. He's he gone. says, thank you to Anne-Marie and Bill for your awesomeness and once reflections every week. Onward to Gotham. I have to catch up. Then we have lots to talk about. Bill, uh, Gotham, and DCU Rebirth. Uh, bye for now. Bye, Eric. We love you. Uh, yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, we, we've tried to keep it positive throughout most of the series. It's the last oh. episode, so I'm going to be completely right out on Front Street with some of my opinions for sure. Yes. 
Uh, uh, Hoops said, question though, all of this stuff that Rumple is doing with his pure heart, has it started to take on a red color now? Because there's no way it's pure now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Bobby, yeah. as usual, Bill is bringing up so many points from my voicemail. Mind readers. You have to stop reading my mind. And Donna War says, oh my God, Gotham is so good. Fact. Uh, you know, uh, just uh, we'll, we'll probably this plug moment. this a few times. Uh, we do do a show, Legends of Gotham, about Gotham. If you want to catch up over the summer and come join us do on it. a new adventure definitely please do and there's a lot of good episodes in the back catalog there we've had a lot of uh we've had a lot of people from the show on directors showrunners cast members so you know come on over it's a good old time but yeah yeah i'm tired of them walking it back okay yeah are we on to the next one yeah go ahead what is with the i can tell that a portal is going to up- open up feelings did you notice a lot of that you know it's going to open up feelings this cup of magic juice, because it's pretty strong. I know. I, I may have overpoured yours. It's fine. It's okay, though. We'll be really fun soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Rumpel can tell that a portal... Like, the hotel room starts shaking. He's like, a portal! Like, <laughs> his spidey senses are tingling about a portal. <laughs> so he grabs the crystal. Okay, dummy. If a portal is going to open up, grab your wife. Mm-hmm. At, the wife in a box. Don't grab the crystal. You can get... The, yes. Hide your kids. Hide, hide your, your wife. wife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Then, with the pennies all flying from the falling from the sky, Snow knew that it meant they were wishes and would open up a portal. Mm-hmm. What? Oh no, charming! Their wishes. Okay, that was the most like Disney princess thing ever. Um, related the magic in the fountain scene was dumb. That would never work. I'm sorry, it just wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it's uh that whole ending scene was just I don't know what they were thinking. It felt like. The ending to a, a made for Disney or not even Disney Channel, like not even Nickelodeon. I don't know. TBS kids movie that they would play on Saturday night at 8 p.m. back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It felt just completely unrealistic, both to New York, to the characters, to everything. It, it just it was really kind of lousy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I get, get what they were doing with it. And there was a good version. There's a good version of that scene, mm-hmm. but they didn't do it this in this episode, sadly. Mm-hmm. And I felt like a lot of people have been slamming Jared Gilmore's performance there. I thought his performance throughout the episode was pretty good, especially when he was standing up to Rumple and everything. But that end scene there is a little ugh, for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. hey, let's see, anything interesting going on in the chat room? Um. Not really. Okay. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, they're what? talking a lot about Gotham. Gotham. I, shut it down. We're here for once. Yeah. Talk Gotham on Gotham or don't. That's but fair. I don't want to hear it tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's fair. That's, what, that's where I'm at. Okay. Oh. Hide and Rumple. Is that where we are? No. No. Uh, okay. I, I want you to watch. Speaking of magic. Okay. As I make a justification. Disappear. Okay. Okay. The big justification for why portals are so easy to come by now mm-hmm. is that Rumple, and we've heard this several times, even just this season, uh, from listeners and mm-hmm. stuff, is that Rumple was trying to create a portal uh, to the land without magic. If our world has magic, as they discover this episode, and you can generate a portal in our world quite then, easily, then doesn't that justification completely fall apart and make Rumplestiltskin seem An like idiot. he's really bad at his job? Yeah. Yeah, I and I just uh I it blew my mind that they completely walked back the logical explanation they had for why Rumple wasn't able to create a portal in I what was it a hundred years or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, speaking of magic in our world, I still want to know more about the dragon. Why is he in our world? How does Rumple know him? Uh will Evil Queen kill him again or control him? Mm-hmm. Uh you know, 
as great as it was to see him again, mm-hmm. and as much as we've you know championed bringing him back at some point for, for what, years, four years, yeah, 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 almost four years. As great as it was to see him, I feel like we know even less about him now. They brought him back because they were able to bring him back and it was convenient. Mm. That's it. That didn't really do much. It probably will do something next season. Mm. I mean, it was cool that he could sense who he was willing to help and all of that, but not that. Yeah, I, 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 I really hope that they find a way to explore his backstory next yeah. season, if nothing else. Okay, you wanted to end talking about some hide and rumple, right? All right, some hide and rumple. What is their old beef? I mean, I know Rumpel's got beef with everybody, but how? Yeah, does... they definitely have a history. They have a history that Hyde feels the need to steal Rumpel's wife in a box. Um, mm. so there's that. That should be interesting. Amanda Swan says the dragon suddenly being alive again is shady. Yep, shady, shady blue. It was blue. <laughs> um, how did the deal with Rumpel get him there? Do they want to? Ma- oh wait, do they have to want to make magic portals quick and easy? I don't even understand that sentence that I typed. But how did he get him out of the land of untold stories? Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I guess they must have the the dark fairies wand. wand, yeah, thing. So there's that answered. Answered. Still don't know who has the wand currently though. Mm-hmm. There's that. Um, I do want to know what realm Hyde was talking about or what place Hyde was talking about where Rumple could go to yeah. undo, you know, uh, Fairyland. A, you know, a, a curse like that, a sleeping curse. I, I was thinking personally, and this might again betray my want for them to do a legitimate Aladdin story. I was thinking maybe Agrabah because Agrabah is a place where we've seen the rules of magic broken broken oh so maybe that's the land and that would be another cool way to bring in some wonderland stuff which i feel like they need to Uh, probably not uh rumple gave him storybrook does that mean that rumple is happy hiding in the land of untold stories trying to wake up bell with the information Hyde gave him we kind of answered he's somewhere else finding magic to wake her up he might still be there all by himself or he might have moved on to another realm to you know find his own way or find his way back to bell or something like that something like that uh Hyde talks about bringing his friends along which we don't see he's like and i brought my friends and no one appears. And the street's completely empty. Who did he bring with him and what exactly does he want to do to Story Abroad? <laughs> what was the big deal about getting there other than to get Jekyll? Uh, Hoops has a shipping name for, for uh-oh, Hyde uh-oh. and Rumple. Hashtag Humple. And oh, AVP oh. says, step away from the hashtag. Step away <laughs> from the hashtag, <laughs> Hoops. Please. 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 No, please. No, step Humples. away from the hashtag. <laughs> okay okay so okay. I, I think we've we, we've made it through the finale in like an hour which is weird i thought it was going to take way longer than that but we have a lot That's more probably to go best, yeah uh but uh okay so it's time for the arbitrary scale okay emory yeah out of yeah. 165 which hmm. coincidence that's how many episodes coincidence as in he said what episode number is this and then he picked the scale yeah 165 dirty pennies how many dirty pennies do you give this episode 126 126 why do you really have to ask me why would you like to go back through the points haterade 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 hey that was cute haterade that's about where we're (laughs) like there's your cliff notes folks that's Um, fair over in the chat room uh, amy p is giving it 159 amanda swan's giving it uh 15 but go ahead 15 (laughs) <laughs> oh, Amanda Swan, That's I like your moxie. Few. Kelsey gives it 20. Bobby's giving it 150. 150 pennies. So basically, this is how we all feel about it. Whoosh. 
Yeah. That's how the, that's the graph for it's great, who likes Graded this on a curve. Uh, Angel Very T gives curved. it 124 dirty pennies. Uh, Hope gives it 150 dirty pennies and a quarter. Love the episode except the last 15 minutes. Yeah, that 15 minutes. And uh, Hoops says 160 dirty pennies. Our highest rating. Hoops is yet. like singing the praises. Uh, Donna War gives it 62 dirty pennies because the actors did okay with what they were given. <laughs> uh, Adam and Tracy give it 87 dirty pennies, which is a fair amount. Was that Adam giving it 87 and Tracy giving it 87? Or did one of you give it like 77, one of you gave it uh, 97? Nope, nope. And you 87 was Adam, Tracy was 147, Alita was 120. Uh... <laughs> Lady J can't wa- rate it because she only watched Swan Queen gift sets and Amanda Swan screams worst episode <laughs> ever. Don't okay. make this fun. I guess I should I should weigh in too here. Yes, please. As for me, I am going to give it. You know what? I'm not, I'm not going to rate this episode. Do it. I'm going to rate. I rated. You rate. It would be very low if I did. So what? I I am going to rate the entirety of our Once Upon a Time experience right now. And that's 165 165 dirty pennies. That wasn't actually like a thing. Yeah. But if I had to rate the episode, I'd give it like 10. (laughs) (laughs) I was being nice. No, actually, the first episode, I'd give a solid... 140 150 mm-hmm. the second episode i'd give like 70 60 or 70 mm-hmm. uh so that comes out somewhere along the way no easy portals hoops is giving it maybe 150 wait what did you already rate hoops you did you gave it 160 now you're giving it 150 i don't mm-hmm. understand and lady j still only watches the gift set so good. she can't rate it good like how it. many gift sets would you give this yes episode, how many gift lady sets j? would you give it we'll find out what your answer is after the news news first up the ratings and last up the ratings uh the two-hour season finale of once upon a time averaged a 1.2 rating in adults 18 to 49 on sunday a slight improvement on the previous week's 1.1 though down considerably from the 1.8 for last season's closer which was a much better episode uh but they're dirty pennies very dirty dirty Okay, so that does it up for the news, and we are going to cover all of your feedback. Uh, there's tons of feedback. We probably have another hour left in this, folks. And we, we, wa- we want you to stick around hour. for all of it, because not only is it feedback on the finale, but it's feedback on us as a show, and it's going to get really emotional. Pass out the tissues. Pass out the tissues. But first, before we get into all that, me and Anne-Marie wanted to take a minute to just talk a little bit about the show and i'm going to start with amory amory you want to talk about the show what it's meant to you no, i'm good i don't but... want to talk about it okay that's <laughs> no um this has been quite a really a life-changing experience as cheesy and cliche as that sounds um i had never done anything even remotely like this mm-hmm. i was working at Jimboree as a store clerk. <laughs> um, and he kept going, hey, watch the show, watch the show, watch the show. And I'm like, no, because you keep comparing it to Fables. And that's a comic. And I say no, because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Let's flash forward a few years. Um, but then I finally um, sat down and watched it, plowed through the entire first season about two weeks or so before the season two premiere. And I was like, we must do this. <laughs> I didn't really, I listened to a few podcasts at the time, basically, Manic Mommies. That's, that's really, I listened to Manic Mommies. That's all I listened to. Cause that was me. Um, but then, you know, we started doing this, recording at our kitchen table, recording in our garage, mm-hmm. finally having studios once we switched houses, stuff like that. So it's really changed with starting all the different, um, podcasts, which are completely different worlds, which is so fun. It's given me probably the confidence and motivation to do my blog. If you're interested, crunchycrafty.com, go check it out. <laughs> 
Um, plug, plug, plug. Plug, plug, plug. But it, it gave me the confidence to sit down at a camera and talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to do this without him, but it's still really cool. It's still fun. Um, the community's like insane and <clears throat> the love you guys give us. Like, seriously, it's a 14 page doc. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm. There's 32 minutes of voicemails or something insane. Yeah, just all the people who have said it were only watching the show because of you. Yes. Or- Yes. We, we're not watching the show anymore, but we're still listening to you. Right. That that means more than you can actually ever imagine. Um, it was mm. not an easy decision to cancel the show by any stretch. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, we said this on Twitter, but I'll say it again here. We made this decision. At the beginning like, of the half season. Like two or three episodes into this half season. But yeah. we, we stuck it out because we knew you guys were going to want us to be there. to finish the half and we, season. Yeah, we wanted to at least finish it out. So. Yeah. Um, you know, this is now the second podcast that we – well, third, really. We've set, you know, off to the mm-hmm. pasture. But it's by far the hardest because it gave us our start. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you. <laughs> Bill, on to you. Okay. I, uh, reporting in from the chat room, Lady J uh, says she'd probably rate this season finale three and a half gift sets out of seven. I like so, that good, 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 good. Okay, no, this this is was a really hard decision. Like Amory was saying, you know, we we love all you guys. We love this community, and I, you know, I, I really haven't talked about this that much on the show. Mm-hmm. But there there was a period of my life a couple years ago when. We started filling out these notebooks, actually, that I went through maybe the hardest time I've ever went through as a person. Uh, It was very hard to get through. Like, I, you know, I I had to see someone and stuff like that to try and get over it and everything. But one of the things that got me through it was kind of leaning in and concentrating on this show and trying to make it the best it could be. And Mm -hmm. I I just want you guys to know how much I appreciate you being there for me in that, that really hard time. Uh, yeah. because I, I don't know if I would have made it through if I hadn't had Anne Marie to help support me and you guys here to, to concentrate on as yeah. I work through it. So I, I definitely want to thank you guys a lot for that. And I also want to thank you because, you know, I did one podcast, well, one podcast and one, one episode and of another one. Uh, oh, before yeah, I this one. About that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this was really my first podcast. I, uh, in, in the one, the first one I, I did that made it more than 10 episodes. Uh, for sure. And now I'm, I'm a professional podcaster. I actually get it's paid literally his job by one of the biggest media companies in the country to do podcast, which is crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have that if it wasn't for, from, not for only podcast, but now you do their social media. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, it just keeps coming more yeah, and more. Every, everything I was doing for, for you guys, I'm now doing as, as At a, a career. massive level. I, and that, that's mind blowing. That's great. That, that's incredible. And uh, with all the goofiness we do on this show. Exactly. You know, it's amazing that, that, that it's all led to this. And, uh, you, you know, it, it, I know we say it kind of jokingly at the end of every episode, but we really love you guys. And I I really hope that even if you don't come over to Gotham, even if, you know, you don't like rewatching Lost with us, that that we don't lose you as friends. Right. Because we'll do other things. Yeah, we will. Definitely. Other things will happen. Promises. Yeah. And uh, if you don't come over to the new Krypton show, the plug, 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 mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're just so glad that we've had you in our lives and we've had this experience over the past almost four years. It's It's been mind blowing and incredible and life changing. The whole I, I didn't even mention the whole Regal Con experience going and hanging out with a ton of you and the cast and 
doing that big panel in front of everybody. That was, that was insane and great. And I loved it. And it, it really made me feel like, wait, I, I really do kind of have a handle on this stuff. The only thing that was sad was that Anne-Marie wasn't there, but we're going to fix that because this oh, summer, yes. wait, it's uh, the name of the convention. S- Supercon? Supercon in Florida, Miami. Florida Supercon. The first week of July. We're going to be doing the hangout next week, uh, but we're also going to be doing a live panel, a live greetings from Storybrooke mm-hmm. panel at Supercon to kind of tie, tie things up very nicely because Amory's never got to be on a once upon a time panel. I haven't. I was on a how to do a podcast panel at Dragon Con Mm -hmm. and that's it. I didn't get to be on the once one there. Yeah, so we're going to be doing that this summer. So if you're in the Miami area or want to come down, uh, definitely come join us for our, our big last live hurrah. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff over in the chat room. I'm going to scroll um, back here. As to... Somebody asked about the, the t-shirts. I'm getting you the link now. Okay. Um, uh, Derby Kid says, uh, Rebecca Johnson, the former host of Operation Cobra podcast. podcast. Hey, there you go. I, I'm so glad you guys started Greetings from Storybrooke because it's how I got to know you as podcasters and people. Glad and honored to call you my friends. Us too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Lady J says, I just want to say I came to this podcast after Legends of Gotham, even though I uh, we haven't agreed on a lot with regards to directions that the shows have taken. Ooh. But I have always valued your opinion and your viewpoints. I'm sad to see you guys leave this podcast, but I am confident that your future projects will be amazing. I want to let you guys know that I am definitely sticking around and I look forward to your fun. Uh, thank you very much, Lady J. Um, FYI, the t-shirts are on sale for 30% off right now if you're nice. interested. Nice. So uh, definitely. Go, go over there. Uh, who <laughs> says, I'm so sad that I found you, uh, I found you guys, all of you, Bill, Anne Marie, and other Anne Marie, Bobby, Hope, Angel, and everyone. I'm so glad that I found all of you. I uh, love you all. Yeah, I definitely. And that's a, another thing that's been great about this podcast is just the community. As Hope says, you know, we're all friends together because of you guys. And that, that's pretty fun. That, that's really, after everything I said, the most powerful thing that's happened is we just. We made people friends. We, we've built kind of a family. We did build here. a family. Yeah. And Angel says, uh, seriously, though, I'm super glad I found this podcast because of this first, uh, I, of this is the first case where I felt fully part of a fandom community and I've, uh, made some awesome friends so thank you guys very much you're welcome okay so normally at this point i would point out it's time to do the feedback and we want you to write in next week and this that and the other we're we're done yeah we're done we're doing the hangout which invites will be going out tomorrow, tomorrow morning, morning if, uh, if we're going to invite you into the listener hangout uh but you know if you just want to keep in touch uh greetings from storybrook at gmail.com uh twitter at gf storybrook Facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrooke. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Hope said we're like my little pony. Friendship is magic. Friendship is magic. Uh, But we're going to start, as we often do, uh, with Bobby and his two-part voicemail. So take it away, Bobby. Hey, guys, it's Bobby. All right, so I actually liked quite a bit of what went on in these episodes of Once Upon a Time. But then, of course, there were quite a few moments, or at least a few moments, that were just like, wait a second, what? Uh, But we'll get there in a moment. These uh, finales seem to share some sort of formula. Of course, you know, last week was the real finale, and now they're using this episode or two to set up what's going to happen in the next season. Uh, But they also really love Back to the Future. 
Now, of course, there was that <laughs> one episode that just like was totally referencing Back to the Future right and left, but even mm-hmm. this one had a nod. Uh, they, at, towards the beginning of the episode, when Hook came into the diner and he was like, everyone stopped what they were doing and they were like, wait a second, we left you in the underworld. And he was like, yeah, but I'm back. I'm back from the underworld. Totally nice. ripped off from Back to the Future too. And, uh, I know that's not exactly what he said, but that's how it went in my head. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next scene with Henry and Victoria in the uh, rare book section of the library, uh, totally lackadaisical security at best. I mean, they're smashing glass and taking out artifacts. I mean, I was yeah. expecting some <laughs> sort of like alarm to sound or something. Um, totally got like a page master vibe on that scene to me, but this is what I've been waiting for. He finally pulls out, you know, pulls out that book and it's like, uh, volume two to uh, meta. But, you know, we've been stuck in this fantasy fairy tale land for so long. I'm so happy to see in these illustrations things like, Gulliver's Travels and Captain Nemo, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Don Quixote, Paul Bunyan. But what I found really interesting was the text in the book as well. There were some uh, not, uh, references to um, Captain Nemo and Don Quixote in particular, but the main part of the text that I saw in the book was from – uh, not even any of the illustrations. It was from a book called Water Babies, which was written at around the same time as Read my mind, uh, Bobby. Darwin's Origin <laughs> of Species. And uh, the book Water Babies was written as two things, I guess, was what I read was that it was like a, a satire uh, denouncing child labor. But it was also denouncing like people not believing in things they don't see, you know, uh, I guess totally referencing all of the scientists just dismissing out of hand uh, Darwin's theories. Um, I found that very interesting and fitting for the episode, uh, considering that fountain scene later. But good God, that fountain scene, well, again, we'll get to that. Awful. Uh, what is Rumble's <laughs> connection with Hyde? Uh, that's another thing that they've totally set up for next season, and I can't wait to see how that plays out. Why is this prison here? Why is he a warden? How did he become the warden? All of that. Um, <clears throat> and then... Uh, you know, I'm sure I wasn't the only one who thought Hyde was going for the uh, crystal. You know, obviously that's what Rumple thought, that, and that's why he dove for the crystal. But if he had, would have just dove for the box instead, everything would have been fine. <laughs> and ultimately, it's just showing like exactly what matters to Rumple in the end, and it's just kind of frustrating. Uh, but. I loved the land of untold stories. I loved how it was just like a hodgepodge of everything. It was almost like some giant uh, cosplay convention. <laughs> um, but let's get to that fountain scene. Oh, oh my god, guys. I mean, I cringe even thinking about it now. I was just rolling my eyes the whole time. That was like the lamest thing I have ever seen. Uh, I guess it's kind of plausible that they just chalk it up to uh, uh, street magic, but... Oh my god, I had to walk out of the room. It was so painful to watch. Um, but uh, other than that, I, I, what was on the episode, I guess the connection to, uh, between Victoria being, uh, what was it, like the daughter of the, uh, Connecticut Yankee in King mm-hmm. Arthur, Arthur's court, court, that was kind of cool, although we never got to see the guy. And then the split, uh, splitting of Regina. Um, okay, I, this is my crazy theory going into next season. I mean, this isn't gonna work, guys, right? I mean, I think that they'll have, you know, obviously the, the, uh, Season A arc will be that, uh, they have to take on evil, the evil queen. Uh, but I think they'll be able to defeat the evil queen when they finally realize that they can't defeat the evil queen because Regina is the evil queen. We are both and they have to be combined oh. back together into one 
world. Nice. More than likely, that's exactly what will happen with Jekyll and Hyde as, as well. I like it. Um, uh-huh. But then I think that going into the whole arc, you know, the B arc, I think that will be having to convince our world that magic is real. I think that's why that text was in the book. I don't think that was there for nothing. Uh, mm. But then again, I could be wrong. But it was so great to see the, the interaction between Emma and Regina. It was great to see the dragon back and, and – uh, there's just a lot of great things about this episode. Uh, so out of 343 dragon scales, I'm going to give it 330, no, 300, yeah, 333. I mean, it wasn't totally great. You know, like I said, there were definitely some cringeworthy moments, but it definitely sets up what I hope will be a great season. Uh, Strengths in the chat room says, uh, thank you, by the way, Bobby, uh, that Regina splitting is an attempt to win back audience that has dropped off in the last couple of years. Yep. I've spoken to many who stopped watching. Yeah, yeah, that's that was my feeling too. Yep. Okay, but Bobby sent in one for the show, and then he sent in one to say goodbye to our show. So uh, take it away again, Tears. Bobby. Tears. Hey guys, it's Bobby. Um, I wanted to leave this separate from the episode breakdown voicemail because I didn't want to bring things down. But <laughs> too I, bad. Too bad we're playing them back to back. Um, you guys, I want to thank you guys for just doing what you do every week. I. I know that your uh, interest in the show has been waning. You know, the writing's been on the wall. You've made no uh, secret about that. Um, But I know you guys, there's other opportunities for you guys, and there's other responsibilities you have now, and there have to be sacrifices, this being one of them. But that doesn't make it suck any less. Um, I'm... Don't get me wrong, I'm so happy for you guys, but I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss talking to you guys every week. Uh, and, not, and when I say you guys, I don't just mean you, Bill, and you, Anne-Marie. I mean, like, the chat room. Uh, Patty, uh, Amy, other Anne-Marie, Hope, Michael. And, and, you know, that's not just people that have been around, people you know, are, that are around now, but that's people that have been there through the years. Rebecca and Wynn, you know, there's a lot of people that have come and gone, you know. There's people that have stuck around simply before Bill and Anne-Marie in the chat. And, you know, um, Elizabeth, uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm missing names here uh, because there's been so many people in and out of the chat. I, mm-hmm. I, that's what I love about your guys' podcast. Is it's so interactive. It's, it's, it, we're, it's not just a podcast. It's us getting together and hanging out every week. And yeah. I love it. I, I'm going to miss it. Um, so thank you, Bill. Thank you, Anne-Marie, for everything you do every week. Uh, your hard work doesn't go unnoticed. And thank you for – thank you, everyone in chat, for – Making it a place where, like, people that can, they can get together and disagree on things and still enjoy each other's company, which is a rare thing to find on the internet. (laughs) And, uh, I'm just gushing at this point. So just, I'm going to miss you guys and thank you. Thank you, Bobby. Bobby. Uh, You were one of the first, uh, our first, yeah, one uh, of the first regulars, big feedbackers. And I mean, dude, you, you, you've slept at our house. So I mean, like, (laughs) you've slept in our kids' room. So you're, you're you're fam. You're fam. You're definitely fam. Uh, There, there are several people in this chat room that are, I I mean, everyone in this chat room's fam, but Bobby's like fam, fam, fam. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And we definitely appreciate it, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> All right. Let me read a couple before you keep playing. We'll, okay. Yeah. Cause we did when we made the announcement last week, we got a ton of reaction on Twitter about yeah. it. Here. I'll uh, mark where I'll stop reading. Okay. So, uh, we'll do that. We'll stop at that big space. All right. Okay. 
These and like I said, I just grabbed these like right after the announcement, probably for about twenty four or so hours. Uh, but then it got a little crazy, so I had to walk away. Um, all right, hope. Really sad to hear my friends' greetings from Storybook ending their show next week. Um, Jeff at Jalen Jade. We should start a pirate season of greetings from Storybrooke. I always enjoyed hearing Bill Meeks and Amory D. Simone, no matter what their opinion of on greetings from Storybrooke. Uh, oh, I can't even pronounce that. N T G G Y. T-I-A-I sigh but understood once upon a time fan podcast otherwise known as Colleen and Jeff I hear y'all and I feel ya rock on forward guys Amy P just read AM's blog post sad but completely understand other side of the mirror we've been there (laughs) when we hit the the more ranting than raving part we had to step back best of luck besides do you really think they're going to get a season 7 I can't imagine season 6 yet at fee you guys deserve fee I love Fee. fee You guys deserve an award for maintaining enthusiasm for once upon a time as long as you did. Next time I pour magic juice, I'll toast to you. And of course, I figured I'd end this chunk with Bobby. Always look forward to greetings from Storybook. It wasn't just a podcast. It was a place to make lifelong friends. Thank you, Bill and Anne Marie. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Uh, you guys are awesome. You, you know who awesome. else is awesome? Who? Uh, Michael, whose voicemail is up next. Take it away, Michael. Hey, Bill and Anne Marie. It's Michael. Uh, I haven't been watching the show at all lately. And because of that, I've kind of let this podcast go for a while, too. So I have no idea what's going on on once. And I'm not really here to talk about that anyway. I'm here to talk about this podcast. I have always loved greetings from Storybrooke, even if I didn't like Once Upon a Time itself. Your podcast helped me to enjoy this show in its best days uh, and helped me hang on when it started lacking in quality and even helped me glean some interesting bits from it that were hard to see amidst the murky writing of the last few seasons. <laughs> and like I've said multiple times, um, greetings is really the only reason I stuck with <laughs> once as long as I did. And when I finally did quit that. the show about a month or so ago, uh, it was, it was nice to know that, uh, still greetings was still out there somewhere <laughs> trying to make sense of it all. Um, but greetings is also something more for me. It was a gateway to lots of other podcasts and shows like Gotham and Legends of Gotham, uh, the inimitable universe box and, uh, oh, yes. oh, and of course, box. uh, we're so lost, which I can't help but feel that I had some kind of hand in bringing about. <laughs> you did. You did. Uh, you seriously, did. Lost it was is all the best you. show ever. Uh, but this voicemail is not about lost. <sighs> This voicemail is not about Lost, Michael. Not about Lost. <laughs> Keep your head in the game. Okay, anyway, the, but the best, uh, the most important thing that came about through this podcast uh, is the community. I've gotten to know lots of great people online through Twitter, Facebook, uh, the chat, and even met a few of you in real life. I still remember our game night in Orla- uh, Orlando. Orlando. Fondly. We need to do that again sometime, by the way. Let us know Definitely. when. Definitely. Uh, which, by the way, if you haven't seen the game night, uh, go look uh, on our youtube.universebox.com. I believe it's called, what is it, Tabletop? Tabletop. The Tabletop episode. Bobby, me, Anne-Marie. Uh, Michael Lucero. Michael and Lucero. my cousin Ryan. And your cousin Ryan all play a bunch of tabletop games. And it's Summer offensive. Hilarious. Oh, Rebecca and Hope are on it, too. Yeah, they were. They called it the... via Skype. Yeah, or definitely. Google Hangouts or something. So definitely check that out. Maybe maybe now that... Uh, uh, may- don't, don't make that commitment. Maybe sometime they, there'll be a surprise episode of Universe Box come out sometime. <sighs> uh, I like, so hey, anyway, you, what's up, too? Part of me too? is sad to see uh, greetings end, but part of me thinks it's the right way to go. 
um, going out on a high note instead of, you know, dragging yourself through more and more storylines that don't make sense and just aren't exciting anymore and pretending that everybody is enjoying it. Uh, you're not only taking the high road here, uh, you're taking the lost road here too. Uh, when the lost writers knew that the story they wanted to tell could only go on so long, they made the choice to end it on their terms too. And as far as I can see, that's what y'all are doing. And I'm proud of y'all. Uh, Thanks, Michael. I said this wasn't going to be a lot about Lost, but I guess I failed there again. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, you can find me uh, on the We're So Lost podcast. Lost! <laughs> Bye, y'all. It's been a great podcast. Great few years listening and getting to know you. Good luck and take care. Thank, Thank you, you, Michael. And yeah, Michael, call- wait, wait, wait. Michael is a regular contributor to We're So Lost, by the way. By the way, namaste. Namaste. Um, okay, here's a few more tweets. <clears throat> Jolly Roger what? I was just going to say, uh, that, that a lot of people in the chat room were talking about a previous podcast I did, uh, Hey You What's Up. Yes. Uh, bring it, it back. Bring <laughs> it back. And, uh, Bobby says he's down for another meetup. Yeah, we sh- should totally schedule that. We need Definitely. to make that happen. Okay. Jolly Roger Rescue said, also sad. I've been so busy. I haven't had much time to listen, but you know, I love you guys. I won't miss it. She's actually at Epcot drinking right now. <sighs> uh, Michael Lucero, I quit the show about a month ago, but I'm surprised you hear the news. Y'all did great while it lasted. The showrunners should take a page from y'all's book. Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> Ended on a high note. At Cass underscore 33, another one bites the dust, understandably. <laughs> at Rick Rack, I'm sorry to hear you guys are ending. I've enjoyed your show. At Santiago Kathy, I lost hashtag outlaw queen, hashtag swanfire, and now you. I'm totally sad. I still have We're So Lost. <laughs> uh, Rebecca Johnson made the same decision for Operation Cobra podcast. A shame once continues to be frustrating. Hope for a Krypton podcast. Yes. It'll, if the Krypton if it gets is a show, we'll have a podcast about it. Yep. Okay. okay you you know what? Another. I'm going to go ahead and read a co- the okay. last group of these. Oh, was there only a few? I didn't really scroll. Hey, yeah. Adam Rantula, Adam, uh, Rantula, uh, Adam, Adam, uh, Adam and Tracy in Adam, the chat room, Adam. uh, says, quite honestly, the only reason I've continued to faithfully watch once, uh, was so I could listen to the podcast. I'll miss you. Eric Hansen says, uh, greeting Storybrooke brought you into my life for that. I am truly grateful. Another one of the great fans we've met in person along the way. Uh, Marshall says, sad to hear that greetings from Storybrooke is ending their podcast. You guys are in a great podcast that was always fun to listen to and got me into the once fandom. Uh, you were one of the first podcasts I ever listened to and my first internet friends. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Marshall. We love thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mystic Kid says, Bill and Anne-Marie, Robin dying uh, so well did not make me as sad as you guys becoming disenchanted and throwing in the towel. Oh. The Matthews uh, or the Matthew Paul says, sorry to hear that your podcast is coming to a close. I'll miss it. Fortunately, I'll still hear you guys on Legends of Gotham. Uh, Very true. And Hoop says, what can I say? I've been listening to you guys since season two. I loved every second of it. Catch you guys soon. Heart Hoops. Hearts. And uh, anything fun from the chat room? Um... Let's see. We are not doing a podcast for Dead of Summer for Adam and Eddie's next show. No. Lots of discussion about people possibly coming to Disney World. Yes, Angel, let us know if that happens. Definitely. Krypton Supergirl Radio Crossover is going to happen. Yeah, because that's Rebecca from Operation Cobra Podcast, new podcast, Supergirl Radio. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, Namaste is a lost thing because Derby Kid screams Namaste as soon as I did that. <laughs> um, and then Michael says, I love the fact that Bill and Amory don't even know why I use that greeting. So we that. will. 
we will eventually. Okay, uh, next up is another big, 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 big member of the Greetings from Storybrooke family, Hope. Take it away, Hope. Hey, Bill and Amory, it's Hope. Sorry I sound so tired. It was a very busy weekend when my friend got married and stuff. Congrats to your friend. So I want to give you feedback about the finale, and then I want to talk to you about Greetings from Storybrooke. I actually really liked the finale a lot. I liked all of it except for the last 15 minutes, which were dumb. (laughs) Putting Regina up like that, it was just ridiculous, because that part of the evil queen is what makes Regina who she is. And hey, I just got a text, but we'll ignore it right now. (laughs) That's what makes Regina who she is. And so the fact that they split that up and just took that completely away from her and everything was just really ridiculous. But... Let's talk about the rest of the finale for a second because I really like that new world, like the the world of all the stories. That place is so cool. Can we like explore that so I much agree. more? I, I love the steampunkiness. I was waiting for like Howl's Moving Castle to show up, you know, like the book version, not the awesome anime version, but the awesome anime would be great too. Like I'm waiting for Howl's Moving Castle to show up. The only thing I really want to know is I want to know where it is. I, I thought it, it would be really cool if it was like a pocket dimension of our world, and that's just where all of our stories go and stuff like that. Ooh. It also reminds me of a webcomic I read a very, very, very long time ago. I don't even know if it's online anymore, but it was called Miyuzi. And in Miyuzi, it was a world where all the stories that people thought of that did not get written down went to. So if you like thought of a character, but you never wrote them down or anything, Ooh. they would be thrown into this world of Miyuzi. Um, but I really want to know way more about that world. And I just got to say, I'm so, so happy that Sam Witwer is now in Once Upon a Time. He's the guy who plays uh, Mr. Hyde, by the way. You guys know I'm a big Star Wars fan. And Sam Witwer is the voice of Darth Maul on Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. And so every time he spoke, all I heard was Darth Maul. <laughs> He's using his Darth Maul voice. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here, I'm like, I can't take you seriously because I'm waiting for you to be like, Captain Hook, come be my dark apprentice. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for him to say something like that. But I'm super excited about Sam Witwer being on Once Upon a Time. I like that they're doing Jekyll and Hyde. The only thing is, is they're doing this kind of science-heavy kind of season. They better have Victor Frankenstein at some point. But it's going to be hard because he's an eye zombie and it's going to be terrible. And I'm like, if they they have a science season and don't bring in Victor Frankenstein, I'm going to be super duper duper upset. Yeah, it's just, I really enjoyed the finale except for that really stupid last like 15 minutes and everything. So I'm actually really excited to see where they're going. All right, now I'm going to talk to you guys about readings from Storybrooke. You guys, (laughs) here we go. I can't even imagine, like, what what I can even say about you guys. Um, Bill and Aaron Marie, like, you guys have kept so many people into the show, and it's because they wanted to see you guys. You are so lovely, and you're so positive, and you gave us a place to belong. I, I grew up in fandoms, right? Like, I, I've been around fandoms my entire life, and you guys help keep the Once Upon a Time fandom Super positive. You're open to everybody. Anybody can come join you guys. Anybody can talk in your chat room. It's it's just because you two are amazing. You two are just so brilliant together. And you guys are true love. And you love us and we love you back. And thank you so much for just giving us a place where we belong. I just hope you guys... <laughs> I don't want you guys to end. I'm like, please, no. No, talk through season six. And no matter how bad, hate watch it. Hate watch season six. Because hate watching is fun. Okay. But no, no. I, you guys got to do what's best for you. And I understand why you're doing what you're doing 
Um, I just thank you for everything. Um, oh, favorite moments. Uh, favorite moments of greetings from Storybrooke. I, I love the Gus Gus sayings and the Johanna did it. Yeah, I, I've, I really enjoyed being on your shows just so much too. And I loved your run of Wonderland, but you guys know I love Wonderland. And yeah, thank you for absolutely everything and just giving us community. I wouldn't know people like, like Monica and all the Amys and, and all the Anne Marie's and Bobby and Michael Lucero, I wouldn't have met them if not for you. And the greetings fandom is going to live forever because of you two. And I've made friends through you guys that I never want to made otherwise. So I just wanted to leave you with something really fast. Um, you guys always sing in your podcast and I wanted to sing you a song and I apologize. My voice is shot from the weekend. And even if my voice wasn't shot, I can't sing at all <laughs> in any way, shape or form. But I wanted to find a song that reminded me of you guys. Um, and this is a song I'm just going to sing a little bit of it, not the whole thing. Um, it's by Lauren Fairweather and it's called It's Real For Us. And it's always been a song that has always represented fandom for me and just fandom in general and having that place where I belong and that you gave all of us in the greetings fandom a place where we can belong together. So this is a little bit of It's Real For Us by Lauren Fairweather. <clears throat> and I'm going to sing it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, I couldn't explain the things I did. Thought it would make my family proud. Instead, it kind of freaks them out. If there's a place where I could go to step outside the status quo, I tackle every lesson plan. If I could stop hiding who I am, Tunya told me you're lying. She just won't believe you. Says there is no Hogwarts. <laughs> so, Seb, is it really no true? No it's real for us. It's real for us. It doesn't matter what the muggles say, cause it's real for us. It's real for us. Oh, it's real for us. It doesn't matter what the muggles say, cause it's real for us. We can do magic, can do magic, can do magic. If we stand together, stand together, stand together, it's real for us, it's real for us. Doesn't matter what the muggles say, cause it's real for us, it's real for us, oh, it's real for us. It doesn't matter what the muggles say, cause it's real for us. I love you guys. Bill and Marie, thank you for everything and giving us all a place. And I love you guys. Bye. We love you too, Hope. Big puffy hearts, Hope. Big Definitely. puffy hearts. That, that was amazing. That was awesome. Also, you can actually sing. Yeah. Yeah, that was Way great. Look at us. It's like, hey, it's like coffee talk now. We've gotten quiet. More rum. More rum. More rum. More rum. I need more. Oh, my. Yeah. It was a joke. Okay. <laughs> no, um, no, I was, I was for realsies on that. Okay. No, but thank you so thank much, Hope. Thank you. Uh, that, that was amazing. And, you know, you, you're, have always been one of our biggest supporters. Yes. And one of our, one of biggest the biggest promoters. <laughs> biggest promoters. One of the greatest greetings fam people. Friends. Ever. Yes. And yeah, man, this is, this is so crazy. You're making him cry. I love it. 
<laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. Okay. okay. Uh, let's oh. see here. Oh, okay. Uh, we do have some comments from over on Facebook. Uh, Liz, Liz, uh, Liz, who I hung out with at a RegalCon last year and who's always been a great fan and will definitely be on our round table next week says, Oh my God, my heart is breaking. I told her to have someone put it back in her chest. Uh, Amelia Howell says, uh, well, there goes my final reason to keep watching Once Upon a Time. I was hanging in just so I could follow your podcast. So, Gotham. Maybe I'll have to pick up that show. I I need some singing, awesomely tangential thinking, Anne-Marie in my week. Don't we all? Uh, Jeff Jeff Rooney again uh, from uh, what was it uh, Once Upon a Time fan podcast? Hey, there you go. Yeah, he's I, never been good we, at getting. We hung out at RegalCon last year too. I know uh, you're says, just not good at remembering who's on what show. Yeah, says wow, still in shock over the announcement, but we understand it's been a tough half season for sure. Uh, you two always brought the fun of Once Upon a Time and had the most vibrant group of listeners ever. You should be very proud of what you've accomplished and, and still are in other podcasts. It was so incredibly awesome to meet you, hang out with you, and be a part of your panel at RegalCon. Bill, I'll never forget you. You both will be missed, but what you did for Once Upon a Time will never be forgotten. Best wishes and much love to you both. Uh, thank you very much, Jeff. Uh, anyway, we love you too, man. Love uh, you, man. Uh, Victoria says, honestly, I quit the show after a couple er, after a couple months ago, but I still listen to greetings from Storybrooke because I love you guys. Thanks for hanging in there for so long. It's sad to see a show that we all love go so much downhill. At least there's still your Lost podcast. I enjoy that <laughs> one, too. Uh, looking forward to any new future content from you. Thanks so much. Uh, Bree from Other Side of the Mirror says, Gotta say you were a delight. So fun being on your show. Best of luck with your project. Uh, Other Anne-Marie says, What? what? No way. Seriously? This is making me super sad. And in case you're curious, all week she's been tweeting me things like, Nope, mm-hmm. you can't quit now because <laughs> this happened. She's like, look, the sky is blue. You can't quit now. And uh, then Tim says, sad to hear. Uh, So let's see here. This one's probably going to make me cry too, probably. But let's let's go ahead and move on to a voicemail from Other Anne-Marie. Take it away. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. This is Other Anne-Marie speaking, calling in from greetings from Storybrooke or whatever. (laughs) Um, I'll try and start off with at least giving you feedback on the finale. Um, I... I really liked this particular finale. Um, it, it is very much like the previous ones. It's a good two episode arc, not like the Canadian bootleg from the first half season. It is definitely an arc that we've seen before, having the family being split up, having them in two different realms, having them, you know, just, yeah, very much similar th- stories here. So I, I do understand why you guys are kind of done with this. <laughs> Anywho, um, I was not expecting the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde arc. And when I first saw which land they landed in, I was thinking Jules Verne. Like, it had very much that same Definitely. time period feel. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde would be in that same time frame. So, hey, I wasn't that far off. Uh, There was definitely a reason for that particular arc, because, of course, we needed to get rid or actually split Regina's personality. I was really happy to see the 
that she was getting rid of the evil queen. And then we didn't get rid of the evil queen, which also <laughs> made me happy because I like Lana playing the evil queen. Mm-hmm. Of, of course we had to bring the dragon back. See, Anne-Marie, this, this is why you can't leave. You now have <laughs> to stay because the dragon is still around. You really want to see what's going to happen, watch. don't you? We'll watch it. <laughs> Anywho... I know that's something that you've been waiting for for years, and now we never, now we never will find out if Joanna did it. Seriously, Bill, we really need to keep going with this. <laughs> anyway, that's true. Um, it's a great. I thought she was going to come back in the underworld. She didn't. <gasps> But that's because she's not really dead. She's still alive, still scheming. Ending. Um, I can't wait to see season six. I hope you guys will at least keep watching. Um, yeah. I do understand that with Gotham, and which is just an amazing show, and with doing the Lost show, you guys are getting a bit swamped. I will definitely mm. miss greetings from Storybrooke. I mean, you've guys been around. Like I've, I've moved countries in the meantime, and you were <laughs> always a, a constant there. And it's been so much fun hanging out with you. And it's it's making me sad that I haven't been able to do that in a while because of the the date change. Um, so, and again, this Wednesday, I won't be able to, to join you either. So I'm just hoping that you guys can stick around for, for the other shows that you're doing for yes. sure. Yes. Um, but know that you will be missed on, on once upon a time. And, uh, as I said, I will be watching next season, but it won't be the same, <coughs> not being able to leave you guys messages or hey, even who knows, maybe I do anyway. But it'll it'll be not the same hearing you guys discuss this. And I'm sorry, I went a bit long, but um, it's it's your fault. It's the finale and you're not going to be around. So where else are we going to drop all of this, right? (laughs) Anywho, as for the last time possible, I'm going to have a very unimaginative scale. (laughs) It's going to be out of 15 penny fountains in front of a fake New York library. I'm going to give it 13. And goodbye it is. Thank you very much, Other Anne Marie. Thank you, Other Anne Marie. Other Anne Marie's always been awesome too. She, she honestly, she's been one of the biggest proponents of my writing side. Like she, she was a beta reader for every Dog Boy book, every everything, every. And you know, she's she's named Anne Marie, which means she's kind of a bought in anyway. So it's thank you, Other Anne Marie. Thank you, Other. We Anne definitely Marie. appreciate it. I, I did want to point out here, and this is something I've kept on my <gasps> I didn't desk. Realize you so since had that. it happened. Uh, this is the cork from the champagne bottle we popped for the 100th episode of Greetings from Storybrooke. So I thought I'd just share that with you right there. Uh, Emery, you want to read our first letter? Okay. Our first letter is from Vicky. I'm sorry to hear that you guys are ending the podcast, but completely understand your reasons why. It can be really draining to watch a show that's gone downhill when you used to enjoy it so much. I joined the podcast about halfway through season two, and I have thoroughly enjoyed it ever since. Even when my enjoyment of the show started to wane in the past season or so, your podcast always made the show more enjoyable to me. Best of luck in your other podcasts, and I'm sure that I'll find one or two of them to listen to. We hope so, Vicky. We hope so. Definitely. Okay, uh, next up in the voicemail land is Monica, who came to us from the live Once Upon a Time, Once Upon its Once third podcast. season. No, Once Upon its third season panel, we did a Dragon Con with Hope and Rebecca. She was on that panel? She wasn't on that panel. She was in the audience for that <gasps> panel. She was in the audi- audience and where I was drinking she... vodka-coated gummy bears. Yeah, and that's how she found us. I And she just recently started leaving voicemails, but yes. she left one tonight so uh take it away monica hey guys it's monica uh just a, a few thoughts here uh as far as the first half uh, 
Am I the only one who spared a thought from Maleficent? No one mentions her the entire time, yet her very the life entire depends season. on magic and storybook. Um, oh, yeah, and we have this needle sitting around the shop that has got dozens in an unwakeable <laughs> curse, and we just leave it sitting on the counter. But magic is what to blame. Uh-huh. Um, Lots of dirty needles this episode. Oh. It just feels really re- real-world-like. I mean, she's she's having to carry around the, you know, what she's done. Um, and Harlan speaks. Have we ever heard him speak before? Um, and since once, when does Henry, the truest believer, give up that quick? I mean, that scene in the library. Oh, my goodness. I just wanted to throw something at him. Uh, for the second episode... <sighs> Maybe I was just tired when I watched these, but these both of these just dragged. Um, and is oh. Henry turning dark, or is he just an emo teenager? But <laughs> gotta love his smart snark with Grandpa. Uh, but his speech in front of the library did that not remind you of Ghostbusters? Uh, that the, the sequel where where they had to raise hope and love uh, throughout the town. And then just being on the steps of the library in the first place, I just I had to laugh. Um, and just Operation Mixtape. Yay, that was so cute. <laughs> um, and as far as the ending, at least the Evil Queen didn't kill the dragon right away, but I'm really looking forward to next season because we get both the Evil Queen back as an interesting, you know, what you gonna do next kind of character, but also Henry gets to keep both his mom. Uh, so now. we don't have to watch that heartbreak um, at, at the expense of getting the evil queen back. So looking forward to next season, and I'll see y'all tonight. Bye. Thank you, Monica. And sorry you had to leave early, but yeah, Monica's awesome. She, she sent us presents. Yeah, she sent us uh, me this uh, kind of chain link lanyard. lanyard. And she sent me this charm. She actually made them and sent them for our universe box uh, hobbies episode that we mm-hmm. never got to. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> sadly, sadly, we but never got to We, that we one. showed it off in the leftovers. We've showed episode, it off many so. times because we really do appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Hit the microphones. Hit the microphones. All of the headache. All right, next. That's uh, a greetings from Storybrooke. No, that, that's me. Here, I want to read this one because it's from Liz. Right, and me and, Ooh, Sorry, cool. Anne-Marie, but me and Liz have a very special connection. I know you do. We had In-N-Out Burger together. She was my And kind I've of, never had In-N-Out Burger. She it's was not She was my assistant at Regal Con. I kind of helped her con- convince her to move in with her boyfriend. Way to be. <laughs> uh, but uh, Liz uh, says, dear, and she'll be on next week so you can mm-hmm. confront her about our special relationship. Uh, dear Bill and Anne, Marie, I have been avoiding writing this letter to tell you the truth. I'm not good at things changing and saying goodbye to things I love, like this podcast. I'm honestly getting a little choked up right now. This podcast has meant more to me. Uh, it meant the world to me, rather. I, it gave me a community to be a part of. I love Once Upon a Time, and I've never really had anyone I could talk to about my favorite shows. This podcast changed all that for me. I got to meet you, Bill, and it was so fantastic getting to know you. Uh, someday, I hope to meet you too, Anne Marie. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Whenever Casey and I do get married, you two are definitely invited. Woo! And we'll come Free for booze. sure. Uh, I, I don't know if there are enough words to describe what you both mean to me and how sad I am to see the podcast ending. As for the season finale, I don't really know what to say about it right now. I just don't like the ending. Uh, the moment uh, Regina ripped out the evil queen, I had a bad sinking feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm not thrilled that she's the villain next season. Everything else in the two-hour f- hour finale was fine by me. Uh, was that Henry's first kiss? Because how awkward is that? His first kiss was in front of his mom's. I, I will miss the show. 
I love you guys forever. I give this episode 20 Mr. Hydes out of 30 Mr. Hydes. Bye, Liz. Yeah. We love you too, Liz. Love you too. And this is not the end this of our special relationship, Liz. <laughs> special. Okay. Special. Okay, you know, uh, next up is someone uh, that uh, we haven't heard from in quite a while. He would... What was the name of his podcast? I'm going to need a little more information because I don't have that in front of me. Bud. Because he used to host a, a, he used to host once, a upon once Upon a Time podcast. podcast. Bud Vanderkay. Bud Vanderkay. He, he was on the initial uh, Once Upon a Time roundtable podcast that Daniel did over at Once Podcast for us. Uh, uh, but Bud Vanderkay, we haven't heard from him in forever. Uh, so uh, let's uh, go ahead and hear from him now. Uh, take <laughs> it away, Bud. Hey guys, it's Bud. Hey, I know hi. it's been a long time since you've heard from me. However, I have been following along with the podcast and the show. I have to say, though, that this season, I'll try to keep it under a minute, but I have to say that this season has been a love-hate relationship for me because um, it feels like it has been very, very slow, and the characters, I feel like, have been very, very, very unstable, to say the least. Um, split mm-hmm. between two personalities. Ah! Anyways, um, <laughs> one they introduced all of this the past three episodes i feel have really been what kicked it into high gear four episodes um i have to say that one of my favorite things was the introduction of jackal and hyde he has been my longtime favorite favorite character and i love how he's become one of the main villains and Mm -hmm. that just i lost my marbles when i saw that (laughs) now the part that i'm wondering about is he kept referencing other friends but he never actually showed who they were in fact there was a scene where he was like other friends like he was gesturing towards something but you didn't see anything that was very anticlimactic but i look forward to seeing who his other friends are uh i have to say the utmost favorite part of this was the regina shine time always loved how good of a villain regina has been i've also loved her being good too this was a huge beautifully done answer for every single wish i could have dreamed for so many pennies for this one throwing lots of pennies at this one but uh but yeah that's my opinion of the series um, I've loved it. Declan Hyde, major props for the Regina Shine time. Um, but yeah, I've also got to end this with I've always enjoyed you guys. And I can't be upset that you're going off air because you've already given us so much blood, sweat, and magic. And so I want to just take this time to thank you guys so much. Hashtag GS Storybook Forever. All right. Thanks for all the work you guys have done. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you very much, bud. I need a weapon. And, uh, no, don't worry about it. And the 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 podcast, the podcast he hosts, we live in Florida. It happens. Uh, but the podcast he hosted was a Storybrook News Report. Okay. Uh, so thank you very much, bud. And it was great to hear from you again. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to read this letter from Tracy? Sure, as long as the bug doesn't move. Okay, hello and goodbye, Bill and Anne-Marie. I found your podcast years ago after stumbling across the Once podcast. I started searching for other Once Upon a Time podcasts and found you both and have listened ever since. Always so fun, high energy, and seriously, you both crack me... Oh, it disappeared. Uh, you crack <laughs> me up. Uh, the chat room is hilarious. I will miss the singing and just all-around silliness and lighthearted fun you all have. I'll be watching Lost so I can listen to you both. I think this finale was fun i'm going to be interested to theorize and guess who all the characters are again like season one with all the characters from untold stories the books had so many fun stories in them Ugh, i (laughs) i could not even watch the fountain scene way too cheesy for me thank you 
Uh, but I'm sure the kiddos loved it. Regina stole the show for me. Lana Priya just killed all of her scenes. Lana Priya! Um, <laughs> especially the scenes with Snow and Emma and Regina just being real people without pretense, even though their plan was a bad idea. Um, not for the story, of course, but letting Evil Queen loose was not the great plan not a great plan ladies um i think we are all we all see where this is going regina will end up having to merge back to the evil queen to prove that your good and bad sides make you who you are and you can't just get rid of the bad parts hello we are the writers apparently um but uh evil queen with hyde and selena and she's going to want her mirror back so fine uh, how will she be with Henry? Henry is her son after all. She'll probably go all core on him. Uh, now he has three moms. <laughs> charming, charming Hook and Zelene together was pretty neat. Jekyll and Hyde were cast very well. I'm actually looking forward to season six now. Finally, no new Disney characters in their costumes for an entire arc or season. Um, I also like that they are going to do a full season next year, not two half seasons again. Yeah, I won't believe when I see it. Um, lastly, I want to thank you both for the years of time and energy you both put into entertaining us and giving us a place to laugh, cry, vent, theorize, and just be crazy fans. The chat room and regular writers and callers like Bobby Hope and other Anne-Marie have made the show even more fun. I wish you both the best in all you do, and we'll be listening to your other podcasts since once has always been based on hope. Maybe there's a chance you'll change your mind during the hiatus. <laughs> no. Come on, everyone. Find a fountain and wish real hard together. Okay, take a chance and hope <laughs> Hope to talk to you in a different realm or podcast. Bye, Trace. Thank <laughs> you very much, Tracy. Uh, definitely. <laughs> and we really appreciate all you said there, for sure. We really do. Uh, yeah, I will say there's one here from uh, uh, Tim Murphy. Uh-huh. Uh, says, I've been mulling over my feelings about your announcement for quite some time now. At first, I didn't know what to make of it because I was uh, quite sad and in disbelief that the podcast uh, – that helped me get uh get that helped me get is ending because I discovered you guys' podcast right around the same time that I started watching the show and listening to the two of you talk about the show and was always a delight, even if you didn't like the episode. Bill and Anne Marie, you guys have brought a lot of joy to this one, sir, and perhaps no more so than I had the distinct honor of interviewing you for my blog series about once. Remember that? Yes, I do. It was awesome. Yeah, I I, I once again thank you for that as I was extremely nervous about approaching you guys to do that because because of the immense respect that I have for the two of you. Again, thank you for the for all the joy that you have given this fan. Yeah, and I remember that, Tim. I and do. It was good. It was, uh, we were nervous about doing it. Uh, the fact that somebody actually wanted to interview us was really crazy. Yeah, and that wasn't the only one. It was him. There was Lytheris. There was a couple other sites that um, interviewed us through the, through the time. I always forgot so yeah, much stuff. So always, much stuff. always good times. Uh, you know what else was a good time? What? Having hoops. Hoops! Hoops. Take it away, hoops, on your voicemail. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. Well, can't believe this is the very last time that I can leave a voicemail on Green from Storybrooke. And I'm just a little bit sad about it, but quickly to my thoughts. I really enjoyed the uh, season finale for once and everything. Uh, I love the fact that the Evil Queen can now officially come out to play and that she's just her own character and that she's not just buried beneath, you know, um, of uh, Regina's development in her character. I, I just really love that she's coming out as just her actual person. And um, I really just enjoyed this episode just all the way around. I mean, it's just with uh, Henry um, delivering the most cheesiness, the, I swear, the most cheesiness line ever, like, help my family believe, bring everybody, bring magic back into this world. I love them, blah, 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 blah. 
<laughs> like, let me just say, like, Henry, I'm just need for you to bring your narrow behind down from that line <laughs> before you fall and hurt yourself. <laughs> but just all around, this episode was great, and I can't wait to hear you guys' final thoughts on this whole show. And though it isn't over, I'm very sad that Gritty from Storybrooke is ending with this very last episode from you guys. I missed you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss you guys doing greetings and everything. And I do plan to actually start watching Lost and Gotham <laughs> so I can be a part of that um community as well. And uh, I just can't wait to hear you guys final thoughts on this episode. If I had to rate it, uh, I would have to say out of hen out of out of ten yeah, ten Henry Trump change like like Trump penny change. I'd have to give it at least a nine point five out of ten Henry Trump change. Henry Trump change. <laughs> Looking forward to hearing you guys' final thoughts and I can't wait for the last the uh, last uh, podcast episode of Greetings from Storybrook. And uh it's gonna be great. Farewell from Storybrook. I can't wait. Thanks guys. See ya. Yeah, very close to the arbitrary scale we went with. Very close. Uh, also over in the chat room, Hope says uh, we should all mail a penny to Bill and Amory as our wishes for their return. Uh, no. Mail your pennies in the form of 100 pennies as a dollar bill. Because, you know, you'll save on postage. And then, of course, uh, Michael Lucero says, uh, Penny is one of those words that always makes me think of Lost. Of course it does, Michael. Because everything. You're like, oh, it's Monday. It makes me think of Lost. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, I'm breathing. It makes me think of Lost. All right, let me read this one from Jessica. Jessica. Hey, guys, I know I called in, but that voicemail was awful, so I'm writing to you instead. I've been listening to you since the beginning of season five. And right then and there, I said that this is my favorite podcast, but I didn't call in. I don't know why, but one Thursday I said, why not? So I gave you guys a call, and boy, did I wish I had done that sooner. I truly <laughs> felt like I was a part of a big old family with you guys, so that is why I'm moving to Gotham. <laughs> so I will call in next season, because I don't think that I will make make it this season. No, probably not. Yeah, I think um, uh, I think Jessica said in her voicemail that she binge-watched the entire first, first season. season in a weekend. That's kind of so. crazy and completely um, commendable. Um, I am really sorry that you'll stop this podcast but i get it um but will you still make a mid-season uh finale episode Eh, i wouldn't count it (coughs) sorry um they say that the end is a new beginning maybe this is a new beginning for everyone well this is my goodbye letter to you even if it's not so good i'm not good at goodbyes so i guess i'll start talking about the episode now (laughs) i really enjoyed the season finale for many reasons one was because we got a lot of swan queen emma and regina scenes those two are so cute um another reason this finale stood out is because of a new land was travel to the land of untold stories the whole concept is amazing i love the science to it i love how jekyll and hyde were on the science and human strength side compared to full-on magic it was refreshing also hyde is going to be an amazing villain then of course there's the return of the evil queen omg i didn't expect her to come back like that it's going to be so cool seeing the two battle it out regina versus regina just imagine also the cute little quans <laughs> captain swan kiss at the end <laughs> Um, which was done in front of a window with a wedding dress. <coughs> Go get married already. <laughs> also, I've really fallen in love with Violet's character, but excuse me, what was up with the whole my dad was born here? Like, come on, talk about random. I just thought the whole finale um, had such a unique feel. The episode was great up until the jackal 
came to Storybrooke. I'm sorry, did I miss a the jackal? Jekyll. 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 Thank you. I was like, the jackal. The jackal. Is this the West Wing? <laughs> um, but I couldn't help but laugh at the believe in magic thing. Uh, but it wasn't too bad. We differ on that opinion. Um, this is all I can say. All I have to say. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. We'll hear each other in the fall. Or will we? Oh, I guess because yeah, she's, she's going to be there for Gotham. Gotham so yeah. awesome. Okay. Uh, next up, and I believe we have <laughs> our one back-to-back voicemail slash letter. Okay. Is and this, this the first one? Yeah, I, I believe this is from Adam Rantula. Yes. Uh So take it away, Adam. Hi, guys. This is Adam. Uh, hey, Adam. Caller, long-time listener. Um, I just have a couple of points that I kind of wanted to go over real quick. Um, and I figured, you know, why not wait till the last second in order to call in? Um, so Bobby was a back-to-back. Apparently now getting your heart pulled out will no longer kill you because evil Regina didn't die. I don't know. Maybe they just think that, oh, well, good Regina still has her heart. Therefore, evil Regina still lives because they share a heart or something. I, I don't know what they're thinking. I think it was like I'm two kind separate of tired entities. Of the show saying, hey, this is a rule. This is a rule. This is a rule. And now it's not anymore. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really annoying. It's been a problem for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, I thought pulling out the heart was a bad guy thing. Like, isn't that what bad guys do? And now good Regina, she can still pull out hearts. So I don't understand um, that. Anyway, um, the last little thing I kind of wanted to mention is my biggest problem with the show lately has been that nobody really cares about going back to Miss Haven or the Enchanted Forest or wherever they came from. Like, they're Very just true. kind of happy living in the cursed land of Storybrooke. Yep. Um, and so finally, when everyone actually gets to go back to the forest, they decide, oh... Oh, well, this, the forest isn't destroyed because magic is brought back. So we're just going to go back to the real world. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand why the writers want me to buy that. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I figured the whole point of the show was to break the curse and go back to the land you're from. So it's mm-hmm. just very weird to me. And I, I am kind of annoyed by that because I figure once I go home, I don't really want to go back to the weird land. Anyway, thanks for listening to me talk, you guys. Um, I've enjoyed the show. And... Uh, <laughs> I look forward to y'all's new projects to come. Anyway, y'all take care. Bye. Thanks, Adam. And we have a letter from you, too. You say, I've been listening to you guys for a while. Uh, My first memories, or at least the oldest ones I can grab onto, are from the Neverland arc. So quite a while. Quite a while. I, I heard you, uh, you meaning Bill, mm-hmm. on my so-called A-Bit Life, my friend Roberto Villegas's, uh podcast, and basically said, I like Once Upon a Time. I should listen to that. So I did. Uh, since Tracy and I were the only people I knew who watched the show, I never really talked to anybody about it. I, I Hear- hear that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hearing you guys rant or rave basically filled that void. As the show turned into something different from what it used to be, or at least lost its direction, I found myself only watching so I could listen to you what you guys thought about the show. Uh, this past year, Tracy and I basically worked 100 miles from our home. Oh. And every weekend, uh, let's see, uh, every weekend we would drive 100 miles to the city we were working, stay the week, then drive back. Having you two in the chat room in the car with us via a podcast definitely made this past year's travels more enjoyable. We are back home now, and I don't have to make that drive anymore. Oh, good. Good, good. Uh, thank you for doing the show. It's been a great couple of years. You have uh, been with me through many miles between Texas and Kansas. Uh, sorry you guys had to go through Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. Oh. 
Oklahoma, where they listen to greetings from Storybrooke all whole day. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'll hear y'all's voices again real soon. See you real soon. Until next time, don't forget to think outside. Love uh, it. Love it. Don't forget to think outside. Outside. Uh, but uh, let's see here. Okay, Alex and Bree from Other oh, Side yes. of the Mirror sent us. Other uh, Side two, of the Mirror. Other Side of the Mirror. Uh, sent us two voicemails real quick, which I spliced together. Oh, look at you, fancy man. Into one nugget of greatness. So take it away, Alex and Bree. Hi, it's Alex and Bree. I thought you were going to speak. <laughs> Hi, it's Bree. We wanted to congratulate you on your retirement from the <laughs> Once Upon a Time world. No more do you have to say things like, and then we go look for a magical object, and then Rumple <laughs> did something horrible. Yeah, and you will not have to be around for the inevitable wedding of Hook and Emma or Regina being evil but not evil and all the other hijinks. So we wanted to congratulate you, and we gave you a shout-out this week on our podcast and told Thank everybody you. to go listen to Legends we'll of to Gotham. Yeah. And we are so lost and support your other projects. So we've enjoyed having you around, and we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Bye. Hey, this <laughs> is Bree evil. and Alex. We forgot to sing you a song, so here we go. Let it go, let it go, let the show go on to the other world. Let it go. I'm sorry, I can't. It's the curse. The, uh, I was going to say for Anne-Marie, Hook always bothered me anyway. Hi, Bill. Thank you, thank you very yes. much, Alex Avery. Thank you, guys. Uh, definitely. And we'll, we'll go ahead and play our last voicemail here, yeah. and then we have a lot more letters to get through, but uh, from Andrea, take Away, Andrea. Hi, Bill and Anne Marie. This is Andrea from Los Angeles. Andrea. I'm Bell, person who screamed into the phone after her handsome hero and the. You know what? It's the last episode on Karen Breaking Format. We'll get back to you, Andrea. Uh, Hope mentions the once ifs we did. Mm -hmm. That was a very special time. That was a series of specials we did with some of our greatest listeners where we kind of wrote fanfic about once upon a time. We were like, hey, if this didn't happen, what could have happened? You know, once if. Yeah, definitely. Those are still pretty valid. And we're thinking about using that format for For Supercon. For Supercon, for a panel. So if you have any more ones, if go ahead, go and send, and send them, them along. Uh, greetings from storybrook.com or at gmail.com. Okay. Just look for it. Andrea, go ahead and take it away again. Bear in the bow. I just want to say I'm sorry to hear that you guys are quitting the podcast. You're one of my favorites. I've listened to you from the very beginning. And my very favorite episode yes. was when you guys did The Miller's Daughter and Anne Marie's lovely um, uh, description of uh, the, car- the woman who played young Cora, Rose McGowan. <laughs> um, okay, for thoughts on the finale, I liked it. I liked the fact that we went back to the core, Regina, and the Rumble. Um, the only part I did not like, of course, the Rumble fan, I wanted to see more Belle. However, I did appreciate the fact that Rumble sold thought the entire episode was Belle, 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 Belle. So that was great. One problem, only problem, is how come the heroes do not care about Belle? I did not understand why they didn't try to help him, why they didn't help Rumpel, why they just get her out of the box and then destroy the crystal. But no, they were against it. They didn't think about it. They didn't think about her. They didn't think about the fact that she's pregnant. They had no problem going after Hook, who, you know, tried to kill him like five minutes before, or cozying up to Zelina and all her many crimes. And But, oh, they just totally forget. So I kind of, when it comes to the heroes, especially the Chinese, I have no use for them. Also, Snow's a blabbermouth. Um, she broke so fast in terms of telling the secret. It wasn't even funny. I mean, that was sad. Um, overall, 
I like the way the arc is going. I like the way next season having a split queen thing going. That looks like it's to be interesting. And I am personally, since the heroes did not help Rumpel, I am glad that he sold, that he made a deal with Hyde, gave him Storybrooke, and hopefully he finds a way to wake up Belle. So, those are my quick thoughts. Hopefully got under a minute. I just want to say, uh, <laughs> thanks quite. for podcasting. I, I really enjoyed it. It was always like a, it was like listening to a really fun party going on. So, uh, good awesome. luck. And, um, have a good day. And have a great summer. Bye. Thank you so much. That's what this podcast is. It is, is a been. party. A really fun party. It is a really fun sure. party. I wish we had the money to make it a really fun party. Yeah, like. <laughs> Greeting from Storybrooke. Okay, no, no. We're no. done with that? Yeah, we're done with that. Oh. Okay, uh, we have two letters left. Uh, first up from Aaron. Aaron says Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. My overall thoughts on Only You and an Untold Story was. Uh, this review will be all over the place. Let's start with stupid, stupid Henry. Uh, ah, big call back there. Stupid Henry. Uh, his whole thing about magic is bad is ridiculous. Yep. It's not magic that kills people. It's people who have the magic that kill people. Just like guns don't kill people, bad people kill people. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and his plan is way too complicated. Instead of writing the, uh, writing the crystal into his hand, he could have wrote that all magic in the realm disappear. Oh my god, he really could have. Duh. Oh my god. Stupid, stupid, stupid Henry. Henry. Uh, why doesn't he write Robin back into existence? And if he can't, he could rewind time so he doesn't die in the first place. I, I, I will say that Henry was okay with doing a little thing to do a greater good, but he, he was still a little worried about the uh, pen police. Kind yeah. of. Uh, that scene with Roland was adorable, especially when he kissed his sister. It doesn't even look, it doesn't even like Guinevere. Uh, oh, yeah. Gwen. Yeah, no Guinevere, but no. they didn't tell us if she is still under the influence of Avalon Sands or not, and it really annoyed me. Does she even know Arthur's dead? I, I really enjoy, I, no, I, no. I love Regina and Emma's road trips. I noticed some of the stories in the Once Upon a Time volume two were Moby Dick, Water Babies, and Paul Bunyan. I love that people are picking up on this random Water Babies thing I've never heard of. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard about it until <laughs> I saw it there either. I, I like, I, I, I totally want it to be filler though that they just used because it was public domain. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Water Babies, but Babies, Paul Bunyan, Aaron. Okay. Uh, the Holy Grail has a twin. That's bullcrap. <laughs> I, 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 I found it really convenient that the dragon was in New York City, not Hong Kong. Or whatever that city was. Uh, Phuket. Um, Mr. Gold is a horrible husband again, choosing the crystal over his wife and unborn child. Henry's speech was totally cringeworthy. Uh, just because Henry was trying to help his family doesn't mean he shouldn't be punished for stealing money and going to New York City with his girlfriend. I am confused. Why does the portal take Hook, David, Snow, and Zelina to the untold story realm? Shouldn't it take them to fairytale land? Yes! I wonder if Jekyll and Andor Hyde have met Dr. Whale. I think Regina and the Evil Queen are still one. They just have different bodies because Regina... I uh, think she killed the evil queen. Her queen. Her brain thinks the internal war is over, and it is still going. Or, or is it just buried deeply? Mm. Uh, the untold story realm looks so cool. A uh, Violet's father being from Connecticut. How did he get to Camelot? He fell asleep and woke up there, or got ah. hit over the head. I can't remember exactly. Either way. Uh, let's see here. Um, I, the scene where Regina reads Robin let Robin's letter was adorable. I would give both episodes combined five out of ten. It wasn't that entertaining. Mm-hmm. I was planning on watching I season wasn't. six. 
but the evil or I wasn't planning on watching uh, season six, but the evil queen is back, so I have to. Understood. Uh, thank you very much, Aaron. All right, uh, for sure. <coughs> magic juice, yes, I need lady magic J. Magic juice for this one, definitely. Okay, and uh, one final one from Ash. Ash. <coughs> Sorry. Okay, hand. Massive big hugs. Love y'all. Sniffle wipes, wipe size, deep breaths, and excel. Okay, here we go. Aha, uh-huh, Charmings and Henry and Violet. Ooh, now you remember that um, Emma and Shady things for good reasons. Oh, Rumple, will you never learn? And the worst timing ever goes to pot calling kettles all over the place. You were saying the same things to her hours ago. Regina with the whole Regina Emma thing. Ah, Henry sad face. Operation Commander going AWOL. <coughs> Questing and nobody. Mixtape, huh? Us. Snap, Henry, this is um about as ill-advised as dynamite. This is bad, bad, bad. Oh, yay, magic doors. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, Henry taking her to a dad's place. Poor Roland, sad face. Oh, stop poking things with a stick. That's why, Zelina. Face palm. We don't play with portals. Um, No, just don't do that. <laughs> I love that she's like chitching them. Um, Should have just let it sit for a while. Impatient one. Road trips for everyone. Rumble was mean and unnecessary. Oh, Henry, my heart. He just wants to connect with his daddy. Sobs. Hmm, Neil wanting safeguards to see that. Oh, not good. Squad down. Oh, not good. Five minutes and Hook's getting attacked. Aw, Emma likes Violet and Robin Hood and Robin Hood book. Good, Emma. Yes, talking is good. Truth bombs everywhere. Boom, boom, boom. Um, <laughs> honesty hour. Yes. Uh, good, awesome, great. And oh, snap, Rumple. I really, really hope he won't hurt Henry or Violet. That scary music worried me. I don't think he will, but scary dramatic music. Stop that. Uh, <laughs> rooting room. I want to go. Bookworms unite books. <laughs> oh, yeah, that has to be Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, Snow, be careful. Hmm, interesting. Everything has an opposite. I wonder what that would do in the other realms to nothing good, I wager. Sleepy times. Oh, Henry. Sigh. <laughs> Everyone being sneaky tonight. Nope. No, not good. Nope. Hmm. So many people in flux or another town. Henry has semi point. But no, baby. Don't do that. Oh, sparkles. Bad sparkles. I don't even know what sparkled. Oh, no, 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 no. Loving that violin, though. Hmm, his, worst en- his own worst enemy. It's Lost Character World, guys. Eee! Cue the classic rock. I don't even understand that. Um, and yet he didn't pay the toll. Rumble really now. Purple cloud yet again. Portals everywhere. And yes, I know the feeling, Regina. Again. Uh, you forgetting the others. Rumple. Really, Rumple? Really? Oh, dearie, dear, dear, dear. How must he <coughs> want to bet that's getting splashed around? Oh, crap. Okay, Ash. Ash. We love you, girl. I can't. We love you, girl. I'm going to take it to the last few lines. Oh, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Connecticut Yankee. Yes. Continental Mark. Uh, oh, you just can- jumped ahead? Yeah. Mark Twain reference. Give me Henry and Violet any day. <laughs> oh, great. Not good. The final battle. Oh, my poor dragon. Giving this one nine magic wishing pennies out of ten. That's a lot of pennies. And a change I am not counting. Hashtag make it rain. Hugs and cheers. Make Ash. Make it rain. And I apologize for confusing Amy P and Angel T in the chat room. To be <laughs> fair, both of your names start with A and they rhyme. Okay, so uh, some final thanks here. I want to thank Stephen Carroll, my old friend from high school, who wrote the theme song uh, for Greetings from Storybrooke. The, Such a good theme song. Yeah, the... That thing. That thing. Uh, thank you very much, Steve. Uh, very much appreciated. Um, let's see here. I want to thank, you know, I want to thank Daniel from Once Podcast for yep. having thank us you. on the initial 
Round Once table. upon a time roundtable podcast, which is what kind we of met, we met Rebecca, we mm-hmm. met Jeff, we and, met them, and we kind of got <laughs> a lot of we we got some exposure to other people in the once fandom. Yep, lots of uh, through that. So thank thank you to them. Uh, thank you to Roxy uh, from yes. RegalCon uh, who had us out. That was really awesome. I uh, had you, you out. Yeah, had me out. I uh, <gasps> wanted to have us out. Um, we're, we're getting their help. Uh, but, uh, thank you to Jared Joseph for being yes! a great Twitter buddy. Thank you, Jared Joseph. One of the best. Pour one out for Gus Gus. I'm going to pour one out for Gus Gus. Right now. He th- might be making another appearance on Gotham. Yeah. Uh, thank you to all of you guys. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The thank chat you, room. Emory, do you, you have you, anybody you, to you. thank? I just want to thank all of you people. Like the second we announced that we were shutting the show down, there was like seven bazillion notifications mm-hmm. from people I've never heard of. All of you silent listeners. <coughs> Sorry, my throat's being weird this week. Um, just you've given me a purpose. Mm-hmm. I am finding my place. It may not necessarily be a fandom, but I'm finding how to speak on the internet. And yeah. it's a skill. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you guys have, you've made me a different person and it's a good thing. Yeah. And I definitely want to thank you guys a lot because like at our peak we were getting over 10,000 downloads a week that's a 10, lot of thousand downloads uh, i don't even know if sometimes that many people watch the show uh, yeah, we, uh-huh. we, we've never wanted to brag or anything yeah we've like never that, thrown numbers but, out but. but up until this season we were getting over 10,000 downloads a week which is phenomenal and so great that so many people were out there <laughs> listening to us and yeah. enjoying what we do and uh, hope says pour one out for gus gus because johanna did it facts definitely but we're gonna end much as how we began oh, you wrote it out i i got i got the lyrics uh yes! we're go- going to go ahead and sing the entire song uh the theme song to sing me a story with bell sing me a story <laughs> okay you ready emory uh, Sing me a story, sing me a rhyme, sing all about what happened once upon a time. When I sing a story, when I sing a rhyme, it's as though I've heard it for the very first time. I love to hear a story told the way we do. Because when I sing a story, everything seems all brand new. So sing me a story, sing me a rhyme, sing me all about what happened once upon a time. When I sing a story, or you sing a rhyme, it's as though I heard it for the very first time. That about does it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, Thank so you for much. indulging our insanity. Definitely. And now it's time to let it go. <laughs> yes. Let, let it go. go. Let, let it go. go. Let greetings from Storybrook go. Because it's over. Sorry. Yep. That was kind of mean. Was a little, that was a little that was aggressive there, buddy. They, uh, we are going to be back next week, live.universebox.com, Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. EST, <laughs> with a lot of the people you see in the chat room right now. Yep. Hopefully, we're sending out invites tomorrow morning. I promise I'm really going to do it this week. For a season five roundtable. Yep. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Uh, and everyone loved it in the uh, Hope Says I Love You Dorks. Uh, Hope Says I Loved It. Uh, All right. Yeah. Let's do this. Okay. Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at amdsimone or at cchcblog. And you can follow all of my writing stuff at crunchycrafty.com. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow everything we do everything. Uh, from here on out at universebox.com. 
And, you know, we have Legends of Gotham. We're so lost. We're so lost. Universe Box will probably make its appearances once in a while. There's we're, a few Disney pass holder projects on the YouTube. We're probably going to have a World of Krypton. If that gets soon. picked up, we're doing uh, that. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're always around on the internet at Bill Meeks, at, at AMD Simone. Simone, or at AM Disimony. Sorry. Stop it. Stop uh, it with the Disimonies. <laughs> If if you guys want to keep in touch, we hope you guys keep in touch. We yes, love please. each and every one of you. All of the hugs. And uh, let's bring it in for a group hug. Group hug, everyone. Group hug. Group, group, hug. Hug. group oh, hug. Hold on, pat, let me get pat. the chat room in here. Let's let's hug them. Yeah, chat room. Chat chat. Hug chat. hug chat. hug. Okay, so uh, until next time. Farewell, farewell from, from Storybrook. Preview, preview. Can't believe it's our last episode. Well, minus a two hangout. more hangout and a live one thing that we should need we to mention out. That? Yeah, we should announce that for sure. We should mention that, huh? Yeah, probably. Oh, we haven't heard from Patty. Yeah, that's a shame. Patty probably doesn't even know the show's ending. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's already a lot of people in there. There's a lot of people in there. <laughs> I hope we. I hope we're uh, good for them. I hope they'll stick around the full two hours at least. <laughs> the show will at take. At least I say we plow through the episode stuff just to get the mushiness and the adult beverages.